The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Wouldn't have been me. I'd have been, oh, Jesus Christ, oh! Oh, Ah, Motherfucker! That's the actual call. Yeah. The the AI that just controls the message back. They dummy one up. Oh, Jesus Christ! That'd have been me. And then, he, and then they get it fixed. And it was like, yeah, mate, mate, mate. We got ourselves a bird strike. <laughs> it's easy to, to make that your story, but sitting in a passenger seat, you didn't do anything. But you're going you're gonna to play pretend like you had something to do with it. Birds hit your plane. You sat helplessly. I wonder if they even knew on anything. the plane. They knew. They did. Did you hear it? They were taping. Oh, it was a fire. Gotcha. The engine okay. blew on fire, and they're looking. And then literally inside the plane, it's just going. <laughs> Everybody's crying because you're helpless. It's horrible to be on that little tube. And you realize right then and there, oh, I, have, be brutal. I have nothing to do with anything that happens for the next few hours, which is why air travel is so, like, weird. It's because you, you, you are not in control of it. The only thing you've got is Sky Wizard and some thoughts in your head. Like, if he chucked birds at your plane to start with, your God is a prank. He's like an impractical joker. He knew that was going to happen. Please don't let this be the day. But the two, the lady who who thought that her wedding 48 hours ago would protect her from death for the next few, because she can't die 48 hours. And they were going to their honeymoon. And all I heard in her interview was, I needed some serious D this week, and I almost had that taken <laughs> away by some ducks. Yeah, there are going to be some annoying people out there. And it's mainly going to be those news vultures trying to make this a, this is a nothing burger. Interview those pilots and say, great job. We don't give pilots enough credit. They go through a lot of garbage. The dude, We've talked to this guy. Uh, me and Fitz uh, talked to him. And then uh, Ron Croft's son, who used to work here, was a pilot. And Fitz has asked them both the same question. What's the scariest thing about being a pilot? He goes, fire in the plane. We can't do much about that. And fire in the engine. They've, they're equipped with like extinguishers immediately. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going out. In the plane, it's a little different. If you get fire, like an electrical fire inside the plane, it's pretty much going in. And it's turbulence. You don't know what those planes are capable of. Never St. Elmo's fire. Very rarely does a turbulence uh, problem cause a plane to crash. It would have to be wind shear and a landing, and a guy wouldn't have to know what he's doing. And it's little planes. Big passenger planes, they're flying those things at about 50% of their ability. If they wanted to really scare you, they'd smash that gas. They, they, they're not even using the capabilities of those jets because it would scare the hell out of us. It would be a bumpy, nasty mess to try to get us from A to B as fast. And plus, it's a fuel thing. They ride it about 70 75%. When they want to gas it, they do. Have you ever been on a plane where they're like, we're going to get ahead of the storm a little bit? And you just feel, you just get pushed back. You're like, Jesus. And they dive bomb a cloud. It's great. So pilots, this one's for you today. Uh, you, they, they never interview the pilot. 
on the news ever unless they have to put it in water because the pilot's going to be like, we were fine the whole time. It just made some funny sounds. Interview the passengers. They're the ones freaking out because they just don't know. And Sully's about the last one that got interviewed. Sully's the last one who did anything flat amazing. Like that, but that's just proof how good those guys yeah. are. That was incredible what he did. Dumping it in that river. That was awesome. And thinking, I think it floats. Like, I mean, that had to like, go Let's through. Give it a shot. Like, it's better than landing in the middle of a city. Let's put it down here in the water. I'm pretty sure it floats. And it did. It looked just like the pictures of the uh, emergency. Yeah. Which everybody's always laughed at. Like, in case of a water landing. Water landing? That's called a crash. We're not planning a landing in water. And then you see the people just floating on their rafts. Like, that can't happen. Sure enough, Sully did it. There they were just standing on the wing waiting. In January, water to be like three degrees. That was pretty neat. He's the last one to like, all right, interview that pilot. And they tried to sue him and take his pilot's stuff away. They didn't want to pay up. He sat there in a, they had to investigate that, and they were giving him heat, according to the Tom Hanks movie. Sullenberger, Sully. It was a good movie, but I think they ramped up the fear a little bit. Because yeah. yeah. at the end, they're like, he's going to go to jail. I'm like, yeah, I think he's going to be fine. I saw him at the Super Bowl get an award three weeks later. I'm not so sure anybody was that mad at Sully. It's good for the movies, though. Anyway, if you had a family member on the plane or whatever, just get ready for years and years and years. Of trying to listen to that story over and over again. Where you just have to eventually go, Teresa, nothing happened. You didn't. You just sat there. The plane landed like normally. And we were so scared. Right. You, you can't still be scared. <laughs> Embellish it at least. Say that someone was dying on the plane too. Like someone passed out or had a heart attack. And you save their life. Give me something extra. Don't, don't just say 50 it. bald eagles flew into the engine. There you go. Give me one of those. It was. It was like, and they when their blood hit the engine, red, white, and blue blood. It was. It was almost beautiful, but at the same time, xenophobic and deadly. Yeah, give me a real story. My buddy Billy, I like when he tells his story because he usually hits people like, "Oh, I had a flight that was so." He hit me with it because I told him somebody said, and they set me up. What's your worst flight? And I'm like, "Ah, the plane dropped out of the sky coming back from Australia, and for nine hours it was turbulent, and there was." You know, it's 16-hour flight. That was really the complaint, was how long do I have to be nervous? And how long? Yeah. Oh it was man. forever. But I had no control over it. If we're going in the water, we're going in the water. And I told it. I'm like, it was pretty harrowing Like because the, the drink cart lifted to the – it was crazy. It was neat to watch. But I didn't sit back and go, well, I've, I've, I've got to do something. I just sat there and said, I am, I am at the mercy of three unknown Australians that are sitting in that front area, hopefully figuring this out. Billy hits me with that was an icy runway. Pilot pulls out onto the wrong runway where another plane is landing that lands on top of his plane. <laughs> just shears the top of it off because he couldn't see it. And he said immediately just fireballs <laughs> all the way across the plane. Heads came yeah. off. 1,600 passengers went in. He, yeah, he got to use the Tiger sharks. Yeah, yeah, they were eaten by sharks on the Detroit runway. Imagine that. And probably as they got off, they were stabbed by local uh, Detroitians. Because you don't want to go running around rogue in the middle of the night in Detroit. You're getting killed. So, yeah, the worst part is, I, what would you rather be in a half a plane crash or Detroit? Get me on that bird. That's one on the same, yeah, really. Get you me know. on that bird immediately. I'm going to wander around Detroit. I'd rather be in a plane wreck. But Phoenicians, you're going to hear about it. And, man, that news, they're going to be knocking on doors. How was it? How was your flight? Pretty cruddy. Tell us about it, how close you were to dying. 
I don't know, I was sitting in eleven A and birds hit the thing and then I was still sitting Weird in noises. A. Yeah, it was a lot of noise and uh, I just kinda kept my fingers crossed. There's not a lot you can do. Griselda's gonna be knocking on oh. doors left <laughs> and right. Griselda Saltino is gonna be I visited every passenger on the plane and we found that all of them were scared. I asked this person what they did. Uh I'll be honest with you, Griselda, I a little bit, and, uh, <laughs> and then I realized I'm kind of helpless, and life is short, and there's nothing you can do. Griselda Satino, get your news. <laughs> Honey, someone's here. I think it's for you. I'm Griselda Satino, KTAR News. Would you like to tell me about your experience on the plane? Yeah, i got to be honest with you, Griselda. I think I a little bit, and uh, I sat there helplessly. It seems that everyone a little bit on this plane. Griselda Satino, KTAR News. <laughs> I was asleep the whole time. I didn't, honestly, I, the sound was somewhat soothing, that boom, boom, boom. Then I woke up and I realized I had myself a little bit and I sat there helplessly. Imagine that, how much poop. Like, you re- it's almost worse, like you land and everybody's like, yay, and you realize I gotta get up and I, I think I my pants. How fast do they want to get off that plane? It depends on how much you pooped. Yeah. That's what the pilot would have to say. We're going to disembark here at Columbus now. And uh, to any of you folks out there who might have shit yourselves during that, you're going to stay on the flight. We'll just go out as a group, okay? Because I did it too. Thank you for flying American Airlines. Approximate Columbus time is 12 15. Uh, we landed three hours early, but in the wrong place. Yeah, I just, I, I would poop. I would find poop. And I would, I would make it happen. But then you realize, ah, I had no control. You have no control over those. But they'll interview everybody, family members. Oh, they were all over it. They were all over it yesterday, which was, come on. Did you know anybody from Columbus on the plane, Brady? Not yet. No, you're going to know waiting, someone. waiting, yeah. waiting to Someone's going to call you and go, do you know, Timmy was on the Columbus flight to Phoenix that landed safely. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. It's Brady's Costa Concordia story. It was a little rough for a day. A year later, the boat crashed, you weren't on it, and you told the story, I've been on that boat. So close. Yeah, but not when it counted. It's still rough for him. Yeah. He's still having issues. I've been our, on that our boat. Our captain was able to pull it up. You know, it it leaned over, but his... They're designed to do that. It's a boat. Navigation skills. and Yeah. He just like, it'll be fine. You're in a boat. <laughs> boats lean. Have you ever seen how boats built? They're designed to lean. That's the whole point it's of It's amazing yeah. how much that thing took. They sway. The other dude that had it a year after you were on it he put just, it into some rocks. Yeah, he beached and then, it. And then he ran away from it. <laughs> you got to wonder if it's the same captain, which is even better. Because that little Italian dude was like, oh, everyone can swim, I assume. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, he just... <laughs> boat abruptly stops, and then you see a little Italian in a rowboat leaving in a captain suit. You're like, that can't be good. <laughs> and down she went. But that was Brady's story, which is a good one. You've been in so many almost deaths, it's ridiculous. And now look at you, Columbus. God's kind of after you. He just can't find you. It's this whole Easter keg with Brady situation. He keeps taking planes. I bet you Brady's on that flight from Columbus to Phoenix. I'm going to chuck some ducks at it. Give me a couple of those ducks, and I'm going to knock down a Brady flight if I can. There we go. <laughs> oh, wait, what do you mean he's not on it? Someone goes goes over the side in the Grand Canyon. You're like, I was there. A I've, been, year ago. I've been to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you know, I've been on the 101. People die on that all the time. I've been on the I-10. People die. Nobody ever does that. I was on that road today. We're used to cars clunking into each other and lobbing off heads. What are you going to do? 
I think there was a murder Saturday night across the street from the H&H Ranch. Because my friends and I went to the, we watched the Suns game and then went to a baseball game and then had milkshakes at the yard, which worst idea you could ever have is just have a nice day of drinking and then pile a milkshake on that. Oh, oh Lord. Man. Worst part of the story is it was my friend's birthday. So Hoopy J was with us and I haven't seen Hoopy J in a long time. And Hoopy J is like, like so high naturally, like not up with people high, like stoned all the time feeling. And I'm not sure he is. But I think he is. So at the end of the game, he goes, I go for milkshake. And nobody's ever said, no grown men say that to each other. We did it. And we went for Brian's birthday to the milk place or the milkshake place. Packed prom night. By the way, if you took your date to the yard for prom. Classic. Smooth. <laughs> Let's get you a little bit thick in the middle and not capable of having sex later. Last thing you want to do is get a girl who threw up for the last week to fit in the dress. Some dairy. Fill her belly with that because it's going to be disruptive and you're not getting anything off of her. I don't care that she's got an 18-year-old belly. You put dairy in a girl who's been puking to fit in a dress and her stomach is going to be like, no, nope, nothing good here. And she's just going to... Those blew are it. the ones that knew there's no shot of anything happening That might tonight. be true, too. That might be true. One of the dude had Weird Al Yankovic's hair. So I think she might have gone like, let's go get ice cream so there's absolutely no way I take my panties off tonight. Chicks don't have sex with you after ice cream. They just don't. If they do, they're pigs. That's a fact. Because a decent girl in decent shape can't chug a pound of vanilla and then go, well, let's go for a ride. Let me, let, me, let me reverse cowgirl this for a while. That ain't happening. Every girl I've ever known. Now, they've found a million reasons to turn me down for sex, but I know for a fact the last thing a girl wants before sex is a big glass of milk. Yeah. So they're taking them there, and we're laughing and stuff. I ordered uh, a scoop of cookie dough with M&Ms, right? I'm thinking, that's going to be fantastic. I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, this will be great. That in I there. didn't get a milkshake. That's oh. all I want. I, didn't, I, I can't do milkshakes. I'm the same way. You I, just got a dough snack? Well, I thought it was ice cream. So I'm walking by there in these gallon jugs. I should have had you with me because you're shaking your head like you know already. I'm like, there's some cookie dough ice cream. That's what I thought it was. It just says cookie dough m M&M. and <laughs> Give me this giant super scoop and take a bite. I'm like, mm, my ice cream's dry and hot. <laughs> Need water. <laughs> what is this, sand and M&M's? Why did you give me this? He goes, and then when I ordered it, the guy goes, you just want cookie dough? I'm like, yeah, cookie dough, M&M's. That sounds great. Just a cookie dough then? Yeah, it's in that bucket right there. I'm pointing to it. I'm like, that one. Okay. And he shrugs his shoulders. So they went down to the bakery and just scooped out That's some... That's all it yeah. was. It's, they have it sitting there. And I'm like, well, I, I didn't know I was going to have to take mine home and put it in the oven to make it a thing. Everybody else had milkshakes with cheese. Like, Brian's milkshake had a full slice of cheesecake on top of it. It was uh, the most ridiculous Over thing ever. Over the top. I like cookie dough, but I expected... You, you, know, you know, it's like taking a sip of tea when you expect soda. I took a bite thinking this is going to be cold. The sensation was wrong. And I'm just looking around at these prom kids going, idiots. So None I for felt, you. I felt like garbage. So I went back to the H&H Ranch after a load of Day's tequilas and then some cookie dough. This <laughs> is the worst worst diet of all time. Laid down in the middle of the night. I just hear, ah! boom, boom. <laughs> like, I don't know what those two noises were, but I think someone just got hit with cardboard twice. Went outside. There's two people laying down in the parking lot across. I looked outside. In the parking lot across the street. Nary a siren. Not a noise. It's like three in the morning. I'm like, well, that's no good. 
So I stared at it for a while. They weren't moving. Somebody will call the police. Went back to sleep. Didn't hear a thing. Woke up the next morning. There's a cone where one of them was laying, and that's it. That was it. Whoa. Not like a cop cone either, like one of those just avoid this area. I think someone got beat to death with, like, tops of trash cans because this is the weirdest. Boom, boom. And two people just laying down. Like, all right. Well, I think I just witnessed a, a rap killing. What are you, you going to do? You would have been safer at the luau I went to on Saturday. Oh, well, you went to a luau, eh? Did you have cookie dough, pig? <laughs> our, our doctor, every year, well, it took a year or two break during the pandemic, but he has a luau, Dr. Lou's luau. All right. About 300 people there. He lives in a pun. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it, this is unbelievable. Hey, it's weird that you're 1800s friends with your doctor. Then there's the uh, uh, flame twirling dancing. They've they got actually hire Hawaiian, the dancers. Wow. And it's about a 45-minute show. Is it for all of his patients? Yeah. No kidding. He just and invites friends. his patients over? Yeah. Well, if you've known him for a while. No, no newbies, I don't think. I don't think I go to my doctor's stuff. It's pretty cool. Well, I've gone to it twice. Yeah. The doctor's uh, love. That's See, that's where you and I are incredibly different. I'm almost insulted that someone would invite me to that, assuming I'd go. You really think I want to go hang out at your house at a luau with a bunch of strangers? That's like the worst. And you look forward to that because it's so many opportunities for new friends. And I don't. Uh, I know I a handful of people right, there. Still, I could know all of them. It would be like. I go for the flame twirling <laughs> dancing. That guy. <laughs> Why don't you just hire him for your house? I might. (laughs) (laughs) I go, let me see that pole. It seems like 10 pounds. We're just polarized. Uh, What do you do for a living when you're not flame twirling? (laughs) What else is there to do? (laughs) Demolition. You interviewed him. (laughs) So you have questions for him, but not your parents when your Uncle Jack's laying down with with the uh, gardener. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you get an invitation in the mail. Oh, boy. Billion. Teresa getting married. And I go, oh, shit. We have to go to a wedding. It, like, you get excited about Dr. Lou's luau. I'm with you on the wedding. I'd be like, oh, mother. I got I to gotta come up with a lie. My first thing is, I got to come up with a lie. Oh, that that one's easy. You just. But you did open but Yeah, because it's fun. <laughs> see, there's where we see if I- Nothing about that sounds fun. It's just a gaggle of people. Now, watching the dude twirl flames. Maybe I get a kick out of that, but. You get excited about invitations to people's homes where I just think, man, what was my last lie to these people? I can't double down. All I do is try to come up with a lie. What are the chances it got lost in the mail? Will they buy I've, that I've done that one. one. Have done you? I never oh, got geez. an invite. You, we sent them out. I even threw an email out. Oh. Oh, and then I'd say, oh, ironically, your luau email went to my spam. <laughs> I'll buy you a drink. And then we never see them again. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Those, anything that's got an invite in the mail, uh, my immediate, my like, just lie. Just a spread of Hawaiian lie. food. But it's a buffet. There's like hundreds of people's hands. It's, it's the opposite of anything I'd ever want to do, ever. Food sitting outside, dead pigs, and people just manhandling. It's like, the, you know, I'm not, you know, I can't do it. I just can't be part of that. And I got some whoppers, some good ones. That's why I related to Seinfeld and Larry David so much. Like, all that guy does is come, like, people invite him to things. He just lies. The best one I've ever seen him do, Larry David got invited to some house party he didn't want to go to. 
He didn't go to the party and didn't say a thing, didn't answer his texts or phones. This is gold. And then showed up the next day at 7 with a present. And they're like, what are you doing? It's like, we're here for the party. Are we first? It was last night. You got to be kidding me. And you still get credit for showing up. <laughs> you just had the wrong. But it was just a big misunderstanding. So you look good, but you still dodged it. And you're there for five minutes. Well, maybe tops. Yeah. And you give them, well, here, here's, I'm, I feel like such a fool. Anyway. Yeah, it's great. Those are good ones. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not an invite through the mail. Let's get up and get ready for this. Everything. Just awful. Weddings. Everything. Anything that says, on this to come to our house? No. Awful. I brought him a, a gallon of Hawaiian punch and a bottle of Crown Royal. <laughs> That's nice. You made some jungle juice for the guy. That's yep. nice. Good on you. And then you met a new Hawaiian friend who's probably... Woke up next to a new Hawaiian friend. Was he Polynesian or was he like a legit... He's Hawaiian. He's legit Hawaiian. Yeah. And he just flew here to entertain the mainlanders? Uh, he, he became a doctor. The fire spitter? Oh, no, no. That, that guy's family... I think they do it every weekend at various parties, wow. dance around. But other than that, he demolition. I can do tile too. I do. <laughs> He's Mexican. <laughs> no, nope. they all look alike. I think he might be Mexican. <laughs> I can do it. They got him at Home Depot. Can you? Do you think you can spin fire? You need other things. Sure. I, got, I, I got people. <laughs> Pretend it's some sort of religious ceremony and wear this skirt. Okay. Yes. Trabajo. <laughs> That's right. Follow me. Juggling oranges. Try not to say anything other than like oi, oi, or things like that. Then they'll know you're Mexican. I do demolition and tile. Hey, shut up the Hawaiian dancer. He's, he's letting everybody in. He might have been Samoan. Because there's some, <laughs> yeah. we had Fiji. he was a fat Mexican. People from Fiji, Tahiti. Man. And you. You had to stick out and like Howley. a sore thumb. <laughs> you had to be the worst one there. <laughs> was there a bad Elvis impersonator and Chi-Chi's? Oh, there's a guy singing, Sweet mm-hmm. G. Oh, man. See, this is everything I live to never know. It might have been Big G, I think. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you went to my nightmare. Then what, Did you stay until everyone else was gone? Nah, it's too late. No. Like, you left at like 9. No, right when the uh, flames went out. Your desire to stay. We got out of there. Gone. <laughs> man, I'd have been like, how many times in the car do you do that, driving in like five minutes? You start faking a seizure or something, we're out of here. There's no way. Those are the obligatory have to show up. Praying for a flat tire on the way there. I I don't got a spare. I have said the phrase out loud. The only thing saving us now is if we get into a wreck on the way. I've rooted for that. Like, please, someone hit me so I I don't have to go to this thing. Because I'm out of lies. I got nothing. I came up dry. We're obligated. So if we could get hit by a car, oh, it would be awesome. I have said those very words, please. Flat tire, massive car fire, somebody hit me. Anything before I have to stand at some guy's luau in Phoenix. Anything but that. But then you got, you know, no blame. Brady, who probably showed up at 2.30, even though it started at 5. What kind of spread we got over here? Just loving every second. Got up early to get ready. The social types. He loves that stuff. Plus, it's free food. Fun time. Yeah, no, not really. Horrible. Horrible nightmare of... (laughs) Horrible nightmare (laughs) of small... Yeah, Mexicans pounding on drums, pretending to be Hawaiian. You know what Mexicans never do at the end of the dance? (laughs) (laughs) 
You want to blow in the shell? Sure I do. A key. I mean, come here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Hawaiian. That's cute. All right. Una es hombre. All right. He's a boy. We get it. Anyway, I'm glad you had fun. That does sound awful to me, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, just literally, my, I'd, I'd rather go to him for a procedure than go to one of those luau parties. I'm coming up with lies. I Next would've, year. I'm coming oh, up. No, I'm oh, not going. I'll bring uh, you guys. Uh, Brady, when you said it, I went to a luau on Saturday. My brain went, How, what would I have lied to not go to that? What would have been my lie? But I can't tell a doctor I don't feel well. Can't do it. Might have gone with the... Uh, Never use my dogs as an excuse, because that's just bad mojo. Uh, yeah, I, health's a tough one with a doctor. I don't know how I'd have lied to that. I might have gone, there's that Mexican blowing fire. But, well, he's very handsome. What are they? What are they, Caliente. Caliente. I also do drywall on the side. <laughs> Demo tile drywall and Hawaiian flame tossing. <laughs> Wow. What a nightmare. And everybody had to sit around. This is like going to a recital. <laughs> Look at that, Brad. Oh, oh God. Getting after oh, him. That is my disaster <laughs> night. Shirtless male baton twirler for an hour, and I can't move or leave. Oh. He's going to be good at the demolition, I can tell. I always have something else to do. The best two words ever invented were client dinner. We can't stay long. Client dinner. Everyone understands that, and no one has any questions. That and wife's going through some female issues. Oh, oh. Can't do that at a doctor's office. He might put her up in the stirrups and take a look. Looks good to me. Gently used. Yeah, you got. You can't do health. You got to hope through a car wreck. It's the only thing you can hope for before you go to Brady's doctor parties. The worst is checking the mail and seeing that little envelope oh, in there. And you, you know, know what it is. You're like, son of a bitch. Who do we know in Salt Lake? <laughs> Christ. Yeah, you got to go to important? Utah. I know. It's the worst. You can't lie your way out no. of that. You're probably hoping the plane <laughs> gets delayed for oh, like yeah. three days. Oh, you, yeah. Bird strike. Yeah. Maybe. I want to fly with your buddy Brian. Just have the top of the plane chopped off. Yes. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I have a bird strike. Oh, let's let's uh, let's hope. Like that lady said she prayed for the... Let's for Brady. For Brett's sake. <laughs> Dear Lord, please let birds strike the plane Brett gets in on its way to Salt Lake City so we can. You got the greatest story after, too. It's like, you oh, think yeah. I'm going to get on a, I can't get on a plane. I'm going to miss your wedding. Is it a wedding in Salt Lake? Uh, no, it's kind of a family reunion. He's going to land at that oh. airport and walk off that plane. Welcome, Brother Brett. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no he's going to have to unless the birds strike. Unless he's lucky enough that Brady's Lord chucks a few uh, seagulls up at that plane. God. Oh. Pray for me, Brady. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, pray, Brady, can you pray to your God that birds strike his plane and make it so he's afraid to fly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, you got Let's see. Ibuai means goat. Hasadiga means <laughs> you. I guess. Yeah, you need to do that. Family reunion in Utah. Yeah, fine. Yeah, bird strike. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping for you. I'm hoping your plane gets hit by birds, Brett keep you out of that why there might be a hawaiian juggler Ugh. how long did he do that it's been in the that fire. was probably uh 20 minutes no five minutes that's it so everybody had to like stop everything they're doing as dude just juggled fire no, for they, they bring out the uh, dancers you know you you get done with your food and now right, to tonight's dancers. entertainment <laughs> right well, if i heard let's bring out the bring dancers out the all right here we go <laughs> they brought out the uh yeah there's uh Three or four. Eh, there's probably six different dances. 
Hola, homes. My name's Wanahulu. <laughs> and I'm going to joke a fire. Caliente. Make him stop talking. They're going to know. Pineapple. <laughs> Shut up. So you had to put down some phrases. So you had to put down your poi to watch some idiot juggle uh, juggle fire or what? No, you can still uh, eat. Okay. I think my favorite person in Phoenix now is drywaller demo part time Hawaiian fire juggler. (laughs) That is business. The best business card in the city. I asked for a card. Oh, of course, because you never know when you're going to need tile work, and also when the tile work gets a little slow. You light up a baton, and the dude can go nuts in your backyard for five minutes. He didn't have a car, but he goes, I got this uh, palm leaf with my name and number on it. (laughs) Here's a coconut with my name. Thanks, Juan Hula Hula. Mm. Skeptical. Juan Hula Hula. Juan Hula Hula, you're really pissed. That's my name, Holmes. Juan Hula Hula. All right. You know, fire. You trim those palm trees for $75 when we're done. Yeah, I was noticing when I was juggling fire, you haven't had your your rats. There's all sorts of problems if you don't get rid of those fronts. You need some demo. I'll do it now. Are you licensed and bonded? (laughs) See? (laughs) One hula hula is very, I'm American. I'm out on bond, yes. (laughs) Bonded, yeah, I got bonded. I was bonded. $2,000 too, it was no joke. He goes in with that flame wand and just demos the whole place. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you didn't realize, but he's just spinning that fire and taking out some weeds. <laughs> he's unbelievable. <laughs> Demo, tile, Hawaiian fire juggler. Remodel. Great stuff. What a, what a resume. I don't know my doctor's first name. You go to parties at his house. I wouldn't want him. Like, he's seen my balls. I don't want to know him. I see him today at 11. Man, you probably see your doctor quite a bit. I didn't think of that. Like every couple of weeks, I got to make sure it still works. Twice a year. This this year's been yeah, a, a lot. two or three. Well, it's, it's April. Let's let's make sure the ticker is ticking <laughs> and that blood pressure isn't pushing too high. But that's not a good idea to bring you to that though. We got a big couple of roasted pigs, some fire. That dude's getting. He knew. Oh, he looked amped at me. up. He's going to get in the buffet line. He looked at me. He's like, okay, all right. <laughs> I can I can smell your blood pressure. This is a great party. One hula hula is amazing. Yeah, I wouldn't go to that. Good on you, Brady. It's a good story. And that's the only way I'll ever know about stuff like that is stories from people who actually attended. If I was supposed to go, I'd have lied to you. Oh, it's a horrible. <clears throat> Never seen more blood come out of Megan in my life. We just stood in the shower for an hour. <laughs> just a heavy flow. Nothing you can do. Nobody's going to question it. Last night we were watching the Timberwolves play the uh, Nuggets. They end up winning the game, right? And they keep showing Alex Rodriguez. Best phrase I've ever heard in my life. How come they keep showing him? He's a minority owner. Because he's Mexican? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's what that means. Just let it go. <laughs> no. Not the rest no, it's not. No, that's exactly why that is a thing, is that they're minority owners. We have to differentiate them from the majority owners, which are whites. <laughs> uh, it's because he's Mexican. That's right. That's why they call him that. Filthy, swarthy owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Lesser than. <laughs> I didn't ask that way. You know what I meant. No, I heard what you said. They still get away with that? <laughs> he's a minority owner. Why don't they call them when they're black? 
They don't own anything. <laughs> You're horrible. You're the one that made this conversation. I know what it really is. So, anyway, it was a nice evening. And the T-Wolves won. It was good because that keeps Denver at bay for another day. They don't get to rest like crazy. It was good. Five games. Sun should take care of business tomorrow, hopefully, here at home. And then uh, they'll get rest, which is much needed because they're overplaying their starters in a big way. Ah, it's a good time to be here. You're going, right? I am not. Tickets are on sale now. The only reason, or the only the only thing that can happen tomorrow is expectations are met, and I have zero excitement, or they blow it, and I'm disappointed. So those tickets are, are up for grabs. Plus, I think I might be the jinx. The three games I haven't been to, L.A. and here, they've won. The one game I went to, they lost. So I might be the mush in this series. We'll test out round two. But right now, the only thing the Suns can do is disappoint me. That's it. The, uh, the only, they're supposed to win. They're supposed to beat the Clippers. They're up 3-1. They're at home. This is the perfect scenario. It's exactly what you could ask for. Coming back for one more home game. Get rid of them in five. The only thing I could see is a disappointment. Because I'm not excited about them winning round one. You have to do it. You're supposed to do it. This this is supposed to be minimum five games or maximum five games. Get out of there. Especially no Kawhi Leonard, who's now his sister's going to jail for stabbing some old lady Son a couple of, years ago. Geez. He's got a lot of problems. This team's in turmoil. Time to go. Westbrook shooting well. There's no He's way. shooting better. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. Majority or minorities. Anybody is allowed to give us a help. 585-9800 and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Thank you, Alliance. That was lovely. Uh, that's our theme song for the year from Alliance. The Rez people. Listen to this. I saw this story this weekend. You want to see the? You want to hear the worst idea ever? Uh, well, I'll just start playing it. <laughs> Nice result. I think uh, I uh, did the contest like four years ago for the first time, 2019. Ended up just behind the podium back then. So uh, I actually came in uh, with, the, with the plan to get to get the podium and actually did it. It's a seagull calling contest at a bar. Can you imagine the night you didn't know that was going on and 80 people showed up and kept doing that for two hours? I'd shank someone with a broken I would beer bottle. Kill someone. <laughs> it's the worst promotion ever of all time. It's brutal. Yeah, I'm they, throwing bread in the air at that place. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a, a Belgian town did this thing uh, where they had. Uh, I don't even know the whole thing is on there. This is like another. They don't like them because the droppings fall all over. They open uh, litter bins. They pick ice creams and sandwiches. And we thought, why not? 
getting more sympathy for those seagulls because they are part of the coast. Yeah. There's no coast without seagulls. This is a suicide. These people need to kill themselves. There's nothing better to do. Man, they've been working on those calls. <laughs> Somebody had to practice that. Can you imagine being the neighbor of that? <laughs> Standing on a beach pissing you off. Like, what's the worst part of the beach? The seagull. I need people impersonating those. Just terrible. And this is the whole bar at the end. There's hundreds of people in there. It's just awful. Just they awful have the music idea. playing over yeah. the Oh, yeah, no. Get, yeah, definitely have something <laughs> playing in the background. Horrible. I'd rather go to Brady's Luau. <laughs> Would the uh, winner get ice creams and sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, instead so they got to rummage through the garbage. <laughs> and got some weird, uh, like, strange calcium blisters on their feet. Seagulls are the, like, worst thing about the beach. Those winged rats, they'll steal everything. So we had the Irish sister people that come to make the noises, and we're very pleased because we're miserable uh, with life. <laughs> If all of us could kill ourselves, we would do it. But first, we want to be uh, incredibly depressed. <laughs> that broad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Again, when you're complaining about America, just think. These European nations were always like, it could be like in Belgium where they have health care. They also have that. <laughs> and they are just, you know, just walk the streets waiting for the seagulls to take the ice creams. She does that in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. Well, that would actually be pretty cool if you're in the midst of a couple thrusts and she just goes, oh, oh, oh. what the hell is going on? I'm killing this broad. Yeah, I'd be proud of that. And when she has a moment, it uh, sounds a little bit like a seagull stealing your ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, horrible. I saw that on the news and I'm like, oh, my God, I want, I want audio of that immediately. The next story I saw right after is a lady in Russia that got fined like $40,000 for publicly saying that uh, she thinks the Volodymyr Zelensky is an attractive man. 40 G's. Well, 40,000 rubles, which is like eight bucks. But yeah, still, yeah. it's a. Uh, you can't say it. Like there was a. But somebody ratted her out. Somebody's like, oh, she's 70. A 70 year old woman just in Russian said, I, I think he's an attractive man. They, they charged her 40 grand. I think that's fair. <laughs> you imagine? Everybody's always bitching about how cruddy America is. You just go, you know who's a decent-looking guy is Vladimir Putin. 50000 Like, you get hit with a tariff just for having an opinion. You, you got to sit and watch all these people bitch about this place. I think Bin Laden's kind of handsome. <laughs> Eight, you know what? Six, like six four. <laughs> kept himself in decent shape outside of the dialysis. He needed to get bad liver and kidneys, but, you know. If not for all the other stuff, dark olive skin. I mean, he's a pretty decent looking guy. Maybe shave him up, clean him up, put him on uh, one of those makeover shows and get rid of all that dirt. Well, the broads like those beards nowadays. So That's you know true. I mean, I mean, that was the, again, I've always said that about 9-11. The one thing surprising that came from that, I always, uh, like in the 50s, hipsters didn't just run around with Hitler mustaches. That was over. Like Hitler wrecked it and it was never... Bin Laden blows up the trade centers, becomes public enemy number one for the United States, and an entire generation of people started to grow his beard, started to look like him. But it stayed. Like the Bin Laden beard, cool. And it was pretty soon after. Like everybody watched that and went, that dude's beard's awesome. 
Hitler, the mustache, did not catch on afterwards. Like, he's the biggest enemy of the United States, and I look around and I see nothing but little white Bin Ladens all over. Every time you go to, like, the Windsor, and everybody's got a Bin Laden beard. Our old promo director, Mark Randall, oh, yeah. looks like Santa Bin Laden. He's got, it's gray, but he kept it together. It's all Bin laden I would love to be able to grow a beard like that, but it's pretty heavy Bin Laden. And I've seen Middle Easterners that wear it, and that's really surprising. You're in the U.S. of A. That one dude I saw at AJ's that I thought was Bin Laden. That was before we got him. And I'm walking around AJ's. He's in the full, like in the dress, wearing sandals. He's got the big hat on, beard. Just walking through AJ's grabbing some farm fresh apples and some stuff. And I'm like, I think I should call somebody. I'm pretty sure that's him. If I was a Middle Easterner living in the U.S., I'm not going for that look. I'm keeping it tight, you know. I'm not even using any beard oil, and I'm not wearing the same colors. Like, there's definitely a, a costume change coming my way if I'm like, ah. Dropping the robes. You look a lot like Bin Laden. Is something nobody wants to hear. <laughs> you just don't do it, especially at AJ's. It's not a thing. But at least here in the States, we don't have this. <laughs> she won, by the way. That has to be the winner. Yeah. She won. I mean... And she yeah. went home by herself that night, yeah. too. There's another one in here. I haven't played this one yet. That sounds just like a lady having a good time. Or a man. Anyway, any bar that has a seagull calling contest, no. I don't think you should do that. And then I also saw that Pete Davidson ran his car into somebody's house in Beverly Hills this weekend. Hammered? No, totally no drugs, which is surprising because he's always high. No drugs, no alcohol, but high rates of speed. So reckless driving. Peeled into through, through somebody's front yard. He had his girlfriend with him. And I forgot her name. She's that, uh, what's her name? She a model? No. That's the thing about Pete Davidson, I've noticed. This one is kind of okay. She's not great looking. She's good. Not great. Her name is Chase Swee Wonders. She's on some TV show. S-U-I wonders. And she's okay. The only reason we're interested in Pete Davidson is when he's got somebody that is out of his league. This one's kind of like, all right, I can see that. She's the least of his kills. Keeping in mind it was Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian, Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. She's okay. Yeah. And now we're not interested in him. Unless he's banging somebody amazing. Pete Davidson is not funny enough to like and not interesting enough to like follow around. Like unless he crashes into a house. There are no pictures of his girlfriend hanging around. Like if that was with one of the good kills, she's all right. Yeah. But you could see like Very I would average. I would set her up with Pete Davidson if I was friends with him. Like, yeah. all right, yeah, this is this is what you can you can probably hang on to this one. Very average from Very what he's average. come from right. what he's had. Look, no offense to her. Wild yeah. step backwards. Right, absolutely. And all of us do that to our friends. Like, you've seen a guy who was with a girl for for a while, and it's like, man, he overachieved. And then they break up, and his next girlfriend is a lot less. We, we, we've seen, oh, yeah. we've, we've got friends who have done it. Now, the next girlfriend isn't as good as the last one, and it makes you think, he's got to realize that, right? He's got to know that that tight package he got rid of, <laughs> nowhere near... Like, what's going on here in this mayonnaise jar that he calls a girlfriend now? <laughs> it's nothing worse than watching a guy downgrade. 
He's downplaying his junk too on podcast. It's yeah. He's now he's now he's seen his dicks little, and he's like, they, "It's just no. I'm just not what you thought I was." We had crashed into a house to get attention now because nobody's paying. A, nobody cares about him unless he's wildly out of his out of. It gave gave us hope. It gave us guys, ugly dudes across America had hope when Pete Davidson was jumping from Kim Kardashian to Emily Ratajkowski. Did he total the uh, Tesla? No, it was a it was a Mercedes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Tesla would have just dodged the house. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, but we don't care about Pete Davidson unless he's got gorgeous on his arm. Now it's like, meh, all right, go ahead, Taco Bell spokesman, you do your thing. Because it was making us hopeful. I had one friend once who was way out of his league with a girl. Like, way out of his league. Gorgeous. And we all admired him. Like, we, like I liked him more. Like, he was funnier. Like, his life, he just it was just better. They break up. I don't see him for a while. And the next lady's with is just kind of a lump. <laughs> Looks like an aunt or a grandma. And you're kind of like, oh. suddenly he's not nearly as cool. Jokes aren't funny. Like just something about it. you just look down on him after that. Like you, you, you realized your capabilities. It's like a dude throwing a no hitter in the bigs, and then the next year you find out he's playing for the Tennessee Smokies. Yeah. Like, oh. that's my fraternity brother Dave Champness. Knocked one out of the park. Started dating the. Uh, President of the Pie Fies. Yeah. I mean, the guy's wearing a smoking jacket, walking in the hallway, got the swagger on, and three weeks later. She's gone. He went to the Smokies. Yeah, it was over. He got the note on his locker. Yeah, like, he was this is king it. of the world. Back I'm to the like, Smokies. Is- my, speaking of king of the world, the best story ever, my friend Colin Boyd took a girl named uh, Tony Munoz. Same name as the lineman. Tony Munoz and him went to go see Titanic together in 1997. And I swear to God, I've never seen a man walk with a stiffer spine and a better look on his face than when he came back in that Monday. And he looked at me and he goes, I am king of the world, playing off the movie. And he goes, took her to the movies? She's into me. This girl was six feet tall, ridiculously hot, an intern, 19 years old. We're all 24, 25. She likes Colin. We can't figure it out. He can't figure it out. Don't He's question riding it. Don't question it. Takes her to the thing on Friday. Calls her Sunday, says something. Monday, he walks into the building. He's like, by the way, not sure we can be friends anymore. And I would have said, you're right. I don't think I can go, I don't think I can go places with you because I'm going to drag a troll along by comparison. Like, I don't fit in in your life anymore. You should discard me. And so we would talk at work, but that was going to be the end of our relationship. And we hung out all the time, but he, he'd moved on. He'd won the girl lottery. You'll make me look bad. He's in the show. He got, he's in the show. Yeah. I'm still playing for the Smokies. I'm not even playing. I'm benched. I had, no, I had no ball, no bat, no glove. I was just, I was basically just practicing at home, if you know what I mean. <laughs> gets, gets the flu and misses work for four days and is out on his ass. Like, like sick, wasn't talking, throwing up. Calls her that Thursday night. Says, sorry, I got really sick. And she goes, I'm not into games. Click. Comes back in the next in t-shirt, tattered rags. Looks like he's been cast away. He's like, I don't know what happened. Like She won't even talk to me. She thinks I was playing games. I've been sick for four days. I'm like, I don't know what to do. You can Google her. She married the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Every time the Chiefs throw up a Lombardi trophy, she's on the stage holding it. And I get a text. I made out with her. I'm like, don't don't glory days me on that one. You struck out. You're back down with us in the Smokies. <laughs> Man, did she dodge a bullet? Did she ever? 
You're married to some WP Carey employee. We don't need that garbage. So that was the world she ran in. So close. And she liked him. Call and playing games. The Boyd's flu pushed her to one of Lamar Hunt's sons. <laughs> and what did it do? It brought him back to me. That's not her. Oh, it's a, the owner's wife. It's a, it's Tony Hunt. She has dark hair. I don't know if she's married to Clark or he's 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 a minority owner. Is he Mexican? No. <laughs> yeah, I think it it's. She's the dark-haired one. one. There she is. That's it. The one on the cover of Frisco Life. <laughs> She's on that magazine cover. Also a model and a philanthropist in the neighborhood. She pumped out like nine kids and kept it together, too. Look at what she married. He's like 5'3". Wow. He's, like he's a billionaire, though. Dan Hunt. Yeah. And I mean, she is a... She's elegant. Gorgeous. I mean, when she remember when she... Because the, the woman I ended up marrying at the t- uh, before, the first time... Uh, was at the station too, and she hired this girl as her intern, not realizing because the woman that was my ex was Art. six feet tall and probably was like the most statuesque one in the building. Hated her because she didn't realize what she'd done because she didn't know she had to have a chat with her because she had legs that were longer than Brady. All right, that's a bad example. But, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, all women okay. do. So he had legs that were very long. We'll just go with that, like long. And she wore these tiny skirts. And this tight, like tight, she was just perfect. Like she'd walk by and be like, I've never seen human legs like that. So then the lady I was interested in at the time running that department had to sit her down and say, enough with the short skirts. That's not appropriate business attire. And we told her, don't listen to her. She's shut up. Keep doing what you're doing. And she'd laugh. Like, I know. She like mad at us. And I'm dating that woman at the time. And I'm like, she's a bitch. Like, let's, let's be honest. Let's just hope terrorists take her out someday. Almost. And then, uh, yeah, so she tried to talk her out of, like, being so hot at work because it was distracting from people paying attention to her. That was a quick in- internship. Of course it was. That girl didn't need to be an intern running errands and getting me sandwiches. I don't need her going to, you know, call of the wild to go get me a gyro because I'm busy. But that's what she was doing. And then the statuesque model would come in with French fries and a burger or a Quiznos or something because I asked her to go get it. She was working for nothing. Colin takes her to the Titanic, plays some tongue bath with her, <laughs> sends her away, catches the flu. She's married to the Chiefs. <laughs> He's back with you in the Smokies. That's right. And now we're throwing heat in the bullpen of the Smokies and maybe looking to go down. We might be heading to Daytona. <laughs> we might be a Daytona Cub before days out. Every day's a fingers crossed going back to the locker that, eh, looks like we're going to get downgraded again. But that's Pete Davidson. He's back with the Smokies. He's back with us again. He's not doing anything special. He's got an average girl. <laughs> Pete Davidson was shocking the world all for like five years, and now he crashes into houses to get attention. He doesn't even have a girlfriend we care about. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. But we've all got that friend. Man, I remember his ex. And, and it never goes away. And you like meet him, and you're like, man, nice to meet you. How did you pull that off? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? They, two years later, you see him. This is my troll new wife. I'm like, oh, what happened? You don't say it out loud, but you say it to your friends. Brett, what, what happened to Andy? What, why, did, why did that happen to him? <laughs> he went through a really dark time after the hot one left and evidently lost his sight and ability to feel and smell. <laughs> Which one's his wife again? Is she the one over there dipping her hands in the, in the ranch? He should have went twink. 
Yeah, look how far it is. You don't you don't drop. I like that's the mountaintop. That's like having sex with Mount Rushmore and then going over to Spook Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm dating Spook Hill. Like that's just embarrassing. You should change her name. She's an inappropriate girl. Weren't you banging Mount Rushmore for a little bit? Yeah, that didn't work out. Now I bang Spook Hill. Oh, I'm sorry. That's rough. Her trailer's nice. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Only problem is we've got to be quiet because her grandma lives in the trailer, and sometimes, you know, we disrupt her. You can hear her oxygen tank start to rattle. Sounds like seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> she is great, but in that trailer park. <laughs> yeah, Mount Rushmore never made those noises. We've all seen it. We've all watched guys do it. Fingers crossed you're always upgrading. Women, too. We've seen women. Decent-looking husbands. And then most of the time, poor women start with a decent-looking husband. And then you meet him again a few years later. And like, what happened to your good-looking husband? I'm like, that's him. I'm like, oh, my God. What did, he, is he, did he get into a group of raccoons and he eats out of the garbage? Now what happened to that guy? Marriage destroyed his will to live. Oh, so he just quit trying. I see. You don't see that as often because with women, most of the time it's the Dan Hunt syndrome. Oh, you'll see that, but you see yeah, a you lot see, more on that on that side of it. You but see a lot some. of good-looking dudes that go portly and awful after marriage. I've, I've had oh yeah, the, plenty of and the women, star quarterback in high school. Yeah, Zellner. I don't know if he, he still looks pretty good. He's of course, he does. That magic, you know. Easy to talk bad about DZ. He whips that dick out. It's like a magician's wand. Just stars and moon shoot off of it. But yeah, like we've all had that one handsome friend in high school that ballooned. Women are tolerant of it, though. I got to hand it to him. Got to hand it to him. I got a text yesterday from a friend of mine that said, I'm so disappointed in my college roommate. And it's a picture of him with his wife. <laughs> and that was the only thing. His wife was like, look. <laughs> Dudes are mean about it. Why is he? Just, she's got that. She's like probably in her mid forties, and she's got that. I'm done trying hair. You know, it's like cut above her ear. Like she doesn't want to style anything. <laughs> it's a bowl. It's, cut. it's barely a bowl. Like a like it's an Aztec <laughs> oh, cave drawing. Like she she went to an Aztec cave barber, pointed to the drawing on the wall, and said, "Make me look like that." Is that straight across the top, and then it drops down? It's like a it's like a Dutch boy. Only shorter. She looks like the owner of the Raiders. put a wig on a coconut, that's how I want it. She actually does look like the owner of the Raiders. It's awful. And he's like, I'm so disappointed in my college roommate. And again, we'll talk about this 30 years later where we're like, what happened? He used to date hot chicks. Like, so hot. Like, well, it's been 20 years, so. And he goes, she was ugly in college. (laughs) Like, they knew knew her then. I guess they they rekindled it. They rekindled 20 years later when both of them were... Unbelievably desperate, and to to be fair, to be fair, uh, he's no prize anymore either. Like he might have been something. I think they're early forties people. Probably twenty years ago, he was probably a thing. <laughs> he looks terrible. They're a couple of just zeros just banging into each other. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Look, I'm no prize. I'm just saying. Hey, you know. You just don't want people saying that about you. It's the worst. Guys think about it. I don't know that women think about it. I don't think it, women just want security and kindness, so they'll they'll grab some weird dude or allow their husband to just go pig. 
But women are so tolerant of it. They invented that thing called dad bod, and we got excited. Like, we don't have to try half as hard if that's the if that's the bar they're setting for what's good looking. All right. <laughs> Nailed it. I can do dad bod. <laughs> that's easy. When they get when Obama took his shirt off, and I'm like, eh, he looks a little bit like E.T. when his uh, he looks like me with his shirt off. And people are like, sexy. I'm like, he is. He's got like he's sloppy. Oh, Obama's keeping it together. I'm like, what am I not seeing? I don't <laughs> Jason Momoa is keeping it together. Obama looks a little bit like when they found E.T. in the gutter. That's how I look. I don't want I don't want that to be the standard. It's got to be higher than that. But anyway, if you're if you're on Mount Rushmore, appreciate it because at any given time it could marry an owner of a football team and <laughs> just ruin your life forever. He's never been the same. My buddy's never been the same. There's always that standard that he's like, I could I can do this, you know. It's got to be like the way the reason Tom Brady took so long to retire. In his brain, he's thinking, I can still do this. But now he can't. He could never pull the sweet, sweet Tony Munoz hunt. Yeah, Googler. You'll be knocked out. She's got to be pushing. Jeez, that's. She's got to be like 47 or so now. Because she yeah. was 20, and this was 1996. Seven? So, yeah. So, yeah, it was 1997 because it was Titanic. So, she was. let's say she was 20 then. We're looking at almost 30 years ago, 26 years ago. So, she's, yeah, 46 years old. She looks great for 46. Oh, yeah. He's never pulling that again. <laughs> Poor Colin. Yeah, Colin's all done. I hope his jerk game's on point because that's probably all he's got left. <laughs> Poor fella. Yeah, that's, that's Pete, Mount Rushmore. The Pete Davidson story. I mean, Pete Davidson not only had a Mount Rushmore, he had four. He had a Mount Rushmore. You think yeah. of that. If you're a man and you're like Ratajkowski, Kim Kardashian, uh, Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, that's a that's a Mount Rushmore. I forgot about Ariana. Yeah, that she was, was the first one. First yeah. one where all like, wait a minute, what is he doing? And now I would look at her and say, she's out of his league because this is what the dude's capable of. And now he's got sweet wonders. I'm like, oh, all right. Spook Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you left your, you left South Dakota. You're turning around a Mesa for chicks now. I get it. Or if it would have started out in the original. If he's upgrading, yeah. Wonders, and that was oh, the first yeah. one. You're like, oh, man, he's doing he's working right. his way up. If she was yeah, the first absolutely. one, we'd yeah. be like, that chick's too good for Pete Davidson, right. but okay. And then he, now it doesn't even and then, he, and then they break up and he goes to Ariana Grande. I'm like, that's a hell of an upgrade. And then it goes to Kate Beck and say, like, something's going on here. If he graduated, if you go from Spook Hill to Mount Rushmore, that oh, makes yeah. sense to me. Oh, that's absolutely. progression. It's regression to go from Rushmore to the hill, <laughs> the unmentionable Mesa Hill. Yeah, it's tough. And we all got friends who did it. I even talked to Tripp. It never stops. Tripp's an older gentleman. He's a friend of mine from San Diego, went through a tough divorce, married a pig. Things are different. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hang around as much because his wife eats with her hands. <laughs> <laughs> we used to go to a lot of dinners. His ex-wife was beautiful. Mentally screwed him up after the divorce, so he married a hog. We kicked him out of the club. He's not allowed in Bel Air anymore. It happens. Every guy does it. They fly private. They have to put her on one side of the plane. Everyone else on the other. <laughs> it wasn't a bird strike in Columbus. That lady got up to the, go to the bathroom. The plane tilted over. Blew up an engine. Trying to haul all that weight. 
No offense to anybody out there who's gone from Mount Rushmore to Spook Hill. You know if you've done it. You know. And most and guys so who do friends. it, most guys who do it are like, she was a pain in the ass. This one's easy going. And that's true of the, she has to be. the girls have to try. Going yeah, on for that's her. a fact. The 1 a.m. at the bar girl? Oh, yeah. Probably the nicest, sweetest person you'll ever meet. Just, <laughs> just the, <laughs> the hands sinking into that thing like dough. No, oh. I know. And the smells and the different colors Ooh. when you open up creases. Like there's like rashy red and brown and God knows what. <laughs> Sounds like Crayola 64 <laughs> right, yeah, colors. Got a 64. Rashy red. I think you melted a crayon in this one. <laughs> no, I just got a big rash. Get sweaty in there. Yeah, I guess. Yuck. I think it's like the uh, album you'd buy for the, you know, you, you like the one hit that the band put out, yeah. but you play the album so much, yeah. you just start liking the rest of the You just songs. have to, yeah. Just tolerate it. <laughs> Paid 17 bucks for the CD. I'm going to get my use out of it. Ugh. That's the other thing. The the new, you know, Spook Hill version, she's not going to be mad that you were with Mount Rushmore. She's just happy she's got you. And it kind of makes her feel like, maybe I'm a Mount Rushmore. You're not. No. Look, You're in, not. look in the mirror. Your mount potatoes. <laughs> your hands. When you grab them and there's like indentions when your oh. hands leave. Oh. Like you grabbed a memory foam mattress. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Ah, poor Colin. It'll happen and to all of us. And it's not memory foam? No, it's not at all. It doesn't remember. <laughs> it reshapes itself like an, like the things from the movie The Abyss. <laughs> she kind of globs around like Terminator 2. And dudes are doing it too, ladies. I'm not making fun of just you. I look like garbage too. I don't know what the hell's going on in my life. I'll never be a Mount Rush. I'm no, I'm no woman's Mount Rushmore. That's for sure. <laughs> There's no way. You imagine if Colin would have made that work with that girl for the the chief's owner for a little while. How much more screwed up it would have made him. Like if they dated for a while and then she left. I, I can't imagine. Like your wife. She would have dressed him. My ex-wife is with some loaded dude, like way beyond me. And uh, that doesn't bother me at all because now it's his problem. Yeah. But I think people thought that would bother me because, you know, there were pictures on Facebook of them on the moon and like, <laughs> wrestling lions and African safaris. And I'm like, I'm good. I don't care. But yeah. But Even it was the all, orange jumpsuit. He's yeah, good. Yeah. He went for a little while where he had to go away. But, you know, when you steal money. She married Shug Knight. Sort of. But that was like, you know, he was an unknown. Strong possibility that could have been huge. I mean, he, she upgraded massively. That dude's so much better than me. So much better than me. But I was Spook Hill, and now she's on Mount Rushmore. When I look at my life the exact same way, <laughs> I got off Spook Hill, that's for sure. I, was, I wasn't even Spook Hill. I was in the Trade Center rubble. I mean, I had that to deal with. That was no fun. You don't know what it's like to... Have the trauma of somebody who survived 9-11 in your kitchen every night at 2 in the morning. Good when the, times. When the, when the night terrors came. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what am I sleeping next to? Yeah, it wasn't any fun. I dodged a bullet there and she dodged an airplane. What are you going to do? Anyway, uh, let's get it to it. Oh, it's already 719. What's on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. The guys over there are going to get you on the trails right now. And uh, they got the products, the knowledge, and everything you need to hit the trails this summer safely and effectively. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. Or just go down to Gilbert Road in Southern. Josh and the boys will take care of you. 
Uh, on the list, we got I Prevail, uh, Foo Fighters, Ozzy, The Damn Things, uh, Falling in Reverse, Mastodon, Parkway Drive, Godsmack, it's Shannon Larkin's birthday today, uh, Luxy Turna for, uh, for Larry, or Sam, I guess I should say, yeah. uh, Stone Sour, Disturbed. We can do a little Godsmack. All We're right. getting closer and closer to the show. Carolyn emails and says, how do you know when you're shooting out of your league? As a woman, I think it's a lot harder. Because with guys, we just tell each other. Oh, yeah. Like, you I have, think girls do, too. They got to. No, There's no possible way in any comfortable situation I could walk up to your girlfriend right now and mm-hmm. say, man, did you outkick your coverage? <laughs> a woman would break down in tears if she was told the man she's with is too good for her. Can you imagine? They'd lose their minds. If I walked mm-hmm. up to Ronnie and went, man, oh, man, way out of your league. Dudes hear it from women. How did you do this? And the first things you think, you must have money or a big D. But women and men both tell guy, I hear it all the time. Heard it last week. You hear like, it yep. constantly. She's a lucky woman. And we have to eat it up. Oh, yeah, but you get defensive. I don't. I'm like, you're right. I don't. I still can't figure this out. I don't play the, she's, a, she's not a lucky woman. She's... Ronnie should have should still consider something else. Like you are not, you <laughs> cannot be the end goal. I'm the same. There is no possible way I'm the end goal. We all are. You too. Yeah, 100%. No possible way. Celebrate no, me. You have me. to keep talking. That's you talking to you. That isn't her. You're trying to convince yourself you're worthy. Any moment now, she's capable of grabbing a guy who lives on Mummy Mountain with an $18 million house. She's got the currency in her pants and she looks good. You are not the end goal. Some reason or another, you can't figure it out. You haven't unlocked that door. I haven't either. They're hanging out with us. I go full Brady on that one. I'm not asking any questions. I say it all the I time. Yeah, I, I, like you driving through Paradise Valley. I'm like any of these houses could be yours. You've got you got more currency in your. I could never make as much money in the world to match what you're carrying around. Why do you say stuff like that? Because it's because I have to worry about it every day, and it's not. Like, it's like you could do this, and I would tip my cap and move on. Of course, you left for a rich, handsome guy. You've been toiling in Spook Hill forever. Go to the Rushmores, <laughs> enjoy yourself. I can't be someone's end goal. That's ridiculous. I have a mirror at the house. I know Brady hates hearing this. You should have the same feelings. You celebrate yourself home, though. You have that. You have that blinder on, which I admire too. Brady, the whole time we're talking, this is all he hears. <laughs> when I come home, people are excited because of me. <laughs> no way. Ronnie looks at you and goes, best I could do. <laughs> I, I get the same thing. Of course I not. don't question it, though. I look at you, too, and we all know it because guys are more honest. That's yep. why a woman could never hear, that's the best you could ever do, lady. It's never a thing. <laughs> never a thing. Ever. And if you do see that, you just assume the dude's gay, like Hugh Jackman's wife. Like, she's gay. There's no way. Women never hear that. It would never happen to you, me, or Brett. Ever. Nope. No one's ever going to walk up to a woman and go, he is the, you have hit the jackpot. That's the best you could ever do. Never. They asked him, what are you doing with him? That's a question that all of our chicks have, and all, ever, are ever since we were eight years old. What are you doing with him? He's not a goal. He's not your goal, is he? Like you've got <laughs> aspirations. There hasn't been a father you've met or I've met Brady that was happy to meet you, knowing that you were getting on top of his daughter. Not one. 
Not one family member finally met you and went, what? Him? I've seen the disappointment in parents' faces. That's why I picked Ronnie. She has no parents. I don't have to hear it. (laughs) That's smart. That's exactly right. You still had to meet family members, and the wash of disappointment was evident. (laughs) I've been there. I've seen it. That's just once or twice a year. I want you to meet my parents is the worst thing I could hear because I'm like, oh, man, now i got to go see two people just wildly disappointed with their daughter's choice immediately. Like, immediately. Walk in the door, tried to dress nice, and I still don't look right. I'm like, oh, we've heard a lot about you. Mm-hmm. And they walk into the kitchen and go, what's she thinking? What's wrong with his eyes? A shock jock. No, it was even before that. It didn't matter. High school, <laughs> college, it didn't matter. I met parents. Wild disappointment. He's gay. Can't um, you tell? <laughs> oh, yeah. They were, they were trying to talk her. I think he's a homosexual. There's no possible way this lasts. You should get out now. There isn't a parent out there that was happy with their daughter's choice with me. Not one. Not one. Guaranteed. Your dad over the moon. Oh, my parents. Like, how'd he do this? <laughs> you better hang on to her for dear life, sir, because that one's going to run. Thought he was gay. What, yeah. what is this? He's not gay. <laughs> he, he's gay. There's no way she's <laughs> He's not pulling that off without designing her house or buying her clothes or something. Fact. I've never seen parents happy to meet me. I'm years and years in. I still see the disappointment in Megan's parents' face. <laughs> Every time I'm there, oh, yeah, he's here. I forgot. That's nothing about it. He's Medea's still around. The same. Like, you're going to go to that family reunion. Yeah. Everybody's going to look at you and go, well, all right. <laughs> Who's the dude in the suicidal tendencies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's the guy in the suicidal tendencies suit? <laughs> <laughs> And what is that? That's Matthias guy. Is she like a make a wish provider? What is that? <laughs> Again, I don't question it. Me I neither. just go with it. I'm but like Pete Davidson. I don't question. In answer to Carolyn's question, how do you know when you're shooting out of your league as a woman? I don't know. We don't tell you. But deep down, I think you know. Yeah, absolutely. Brady. But again, then there's these people that just is the Bradys of the world that don't know. <laughs> Look at him. He's dancing. I think the sun gets him. <laughs> I'm coming home at, at 1230. You need to celebrate me home. <laughs> I can't believe this was on your mixtape. You want to mix it to a girl? <laughs> Songs about himself. I don't know how he felt about her. I give him credit, though. You're so lucky I'm driving to you. You should probably throw a party or something. (laughs) Celebrate me. (laughs) The song is basically like, hey, do something for me. (laughs) Send me home. Have some ribbons and stuff up. Lucky. (laughs) Hide around that tree. You probably don't have that look in the mirror and go, I... I don't know how I've done this. You don't drive. I don't through, have mirrors. You don't drive through <laughs> not, not, those wavy ones that make you look tall. <laughs> the Paradise Valley Drive. You don't mirrors. point out houses. You don't go to these Doctor <laughs> Luau parties and go, "Okay, everybody in here is probably somebody she should be with, other than me." They're doctors and lawyers, and there you are with food in your gray beard, <laughs> the shortest guy at the party, and thinking, "Man, this just doesn't make sense." But dudes, dudes hear it and say it all the time to each other. All the time. You've outkicked your coverage, bro. How oh. did you pull that off? 
Better lock that one down. Yeah, no, dude. She's way out of your league. Constantly. Women, you don't hear it. Don't question it. Just roll with it. Yeah, women never hear it because you'd break down in tears. Maybe that's what we should do. I kind of want to say that to a to a blob with a good-looking guy. Hey, lady, you've outkicked your coverage. <laughs> Watch what happens. No. <laughs> you let yourself go, and he's hanging around. That's a He's a keeper. Listen, 600-pound sister. <laughs> you've got... You've got love handles on your eyebrows. Like that's how fat you are. Like your head is fat. You know how lucky you are to have him. Like because I can say that to Brady. I'm like, I don't know how your portly ass ever pulled this off. And we laugh and have fun. You try that with a woman. I don't know. You're you're so fat and so unappealing, and yet this guy is with you. You've outkicked your coverage here, Susan. <laughs> hey, why do you say that to me? Because I just, I'm a realist. Don't worry about it. And I don't know if any guys feel that way. Boy, my wife's really outkicked her coverage. I don't think a guy feels that way ever. I think the women share the, the secret amongst each other on how to tie one down. What do you mean? You shoot, you, they low bar. Women low bar. That's why they allow us to get fat and weird and ugly and bald. And they just, they accept reality. We, we're bad at it. Next thing you know, your wife comes home with that haircut above her ears. I'm not trying anymore. No, no S. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And that geo call, what happened to your hair? This is it. <laughs> Why do you have Moe's hair from the Three Stooges? Hey, Apocalypto. <laughs> yeah. Time to get out of here. Hey, you and Mel Gibson take this film somewhere else. That's why when a woman says, I think I'm, I'm thinking about cutting my hair. Like, no, 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 no. Because it's one step closer to getting to that weird old lady thing. That It's a bob, and then it's just below the ears, then it's at the ears, and now she's uh, the Dutch boy. <laughs> and she's just combing it over a little in front, it's like thinned out. Like, oh, man, dating the owners with the Raiders. <laughs> I got Mark Davis with me at oh. dinner tonight. I don't expect to get a heart on. I don't think there's anything, like erectile dysfunction's not real. Basically, your wife cut her hair. <laughs> we, we, we like to pretend it's medical for your, you know, psyche to not get punched, but it's your hair. Keep that in mind, ladies. Every time we can't get hard with you, it's probably because you cut your hair poorly. <laughs> you got those Aztec bangs way too high. Like, ugh, <laughs> I can't get hard for this. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Thank you, Caroline. It's a good question. We don't know how women outkick their coverage, but you do. We just can't say so or you'll cry. Uh, anyway, interesting. Thanks, Pete Davidson, for that topic today. Uh, it's Godsmack. Uh, awake for the birth of... Uh, wait, whose birthday was it? Shannon Larkin. Oh, okay. There you go. Shannon Larkin. He's gonna. We can give him a cake on May 6th. There you go. Then it'll be a little bit belated, but we'll do it anyway. It's Godsmack. It's your wake-up song. It's called Awake. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. We may not be doing the Doug Hopkins price guarantee game this week, but we're still qualifying uh, people to win Doug Hopkins $5,000. TV's Doug Hopkins giving us five grand because he never has to give it away because he's so good at what he does. Normally, he's got that $5,000 guarantee burning a hole in his pocket. So we're like, give it to us. And he did. And then we qualified five people last week and one more this week just for listening 
on the 98KUPD app. You throw it on the app and put some time in listening. We'll do a drawing, I think, probably Friday. You'll be the sixth qualifier. Boom, you're on stage at U-Fest, maybe walking out of that concert with 5000 American dollars, courtesy of our friend, TV's Doug Hopkins. Pretty sweet right there. So good luck to all of you. And all you got to do is listen on the app. If you don't have the app yet, download it, 98KUPD. App is easy to grab. You can listen on there on your phone. You can throw it up on TVs. You can throw it onto your uh, Sonos at home. You can put it on any system at Amazon, uh, Alexa, all that. Just pop it in there and listen on that. If you're in your car, you can Bluetooth it in. Just get time. Hours in. That's what we're looking for. It benefits us. It allows us to say, look how long all these people listen to us. And then we can use that for our gain. And it benefits you because you can use it for yours. Uh, there's always prizes going out the door for people who listen a lot, too. Some guy emails me all the time. I go, like, 99 million hours listening on the app, and I haven't won anything yet. Well, you're due. Like, think about all that. 99 million hours you've been listening, and then you pull off $5,000. It's better than winning tickets to Green Day. <laughs> go ahead. Got that right. Go Mars Volta. <laughs> got that right. Yeah, just think of how bad you'd feel if you got your one prize after all that time, and you feel like you've been slighted, was Mars Volta. Good show, normally. And... Now, because you won, you can't win. Now the you 5, can't win the five grand because you walked out with the Volta days. tickets. Yeah, be happy that your your slate is clear. You're due. Nobody's going to want anything else this yeah. week. Now I'm. Yeah, no, God no. It's like you've won. I don't want it. I want to be qualified for the money. People like money. Uh, it's time for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Uh, how about Hooters for lunch every Monday through Friday, eleven to two o'clock? You get three dollars off Sammy's tacos, specialty burgers. It's a good deal, and it's available at all Phoenix area Hooters locations. And you can say, gosh, that's a good deal. Thanks, Hooters. And then thank them for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Pigs in a Blanket Day. Ooh. We were talking about that earlier this morning. People who have uh, the Spook Hill couples laying in bed, staying warm. A couple of baseless fun facts. The only person with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that's not on the sidewalk. Wow. Is Muhammad Ali. Where is it? It's on the wall of the Kodak Theater because he did want people walking oh. on the name Muhammad. Oh, yeah, because the, yeah, the religious thing. He's the only Muhammad with a star then, too, probably, right? Because <laughs> the otherwise, there'd be one like I a. know is Atta. <laughs> He's not getting a star. I know, that's a. <laughs> He made his mark on another yeah, sidewalk. That's top of mind for me. Muhammad Atta is not the second most famous Muhammad. He can't be. Mahershala. That's Mahershala not Muhammad. Ali. That's his first name. Yeah, that's not Muhammad though. So you're just trying to make it religion. Muhammad is the Ali. God. Yeah, 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 it's not Ali. It was, yeah. It's the Muhammad part that can't be walked on. There are no other famous Muhammads. I think you might be right, Rich. There's a second famous, other than Muhammad himself. Yeah, nothing. There's well, Muhammad yeah. Ali. And then, you're right, Muhammad Atta is the first one that comes to mind. Well, that's just pathetic. What's going on? It's like the most common I mean, name in the world. It's good for Ali. It's good for Muhammad Ali. He's He owns the name. Yeah. Pretty much. Well. <laughs> honorable mention. Okay. Goes to Muhammad Atta. I know. <laughs> I can't name another famous Muhammad. There's the Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Atta. Who's the fourth Muhammad on the Muhammad Mount Rushmore? You make me Google it. You Google Famous Muhammad. It's the Muhammad's. most popular name in the world. There should be more than three we know. Isn't there a football player? I don't know. You're the one coming up with it. 
Uh, number two is Muhammad Ali. It doesn't list number one. Well, it's Muhammad. Muhammad's number yeah. one. Yeah. C O G. Yeah, he's the yeah the one you're naming oh, yeah, yourself yeah. after is Numero Uno. Uh, can't draw him. Can't talk about him. Can't do a fake voice. Wait a for minute. Him. Number two is Muhammad Ali Gina, born December twenty fifth, eighteen seventy six. So yeah, well that's that doesn't that's register. That's the most famous. He's not getting a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. There wasn't even a Hollywood yet. We need we need a strong new Muhammad to pop up out of nowhere. Karaoke in Japanese is a Japanese word that translates to empty orchestra. Oh. Helen Keller's father and grandfather were both officers for the Confederate Army during the Civil War. We got to cancel her. And her second cousin, twice removed, was Robert E. Lee. She was a. We got to cancel her. Confed. <laughs> Helen Keller was Out. racist. How dare her! One thing I hated, black people. Helen, no. It's like you can't learn that phrase. Whoa, Get her some water. She's freaking out about the blacks again. So she was a pro-slavery? Oh, yeah, deep. (laughs) (laughs) If people could have only understood her at her earliest. I think she said a horrible slur, but thank God she's all screwed up. A new survey by Resume, uh, resume Builder. <laughs> How many times did her, her that teacher of hers, that Ann Sullivan lady or whatever her name was, what's her name? Something, Mary Sullivan, Sullivan something. You know, the teacher. The, yeah, the, yeah. Like, trying to figure if that's Helen would just do that thing in her hand where she spelled out words. Remember right. they came up with that language? How many, times, how many times Helen just dropped the N-bomb and she just went, she needs a drink. <laughs> she never said what Helen was actually saying, which was just all slurred. Every time. <laughs> How big are those lips? Okay, he, she needs a drink. <laughs> she says what, she loves hot dogs. What's Helen saying? She just wants some Wawa. <laughs> Stop it. Spell out what you need. And Okay, don't do that. A new survey by Resume Builder found millennials <laughs> are now seen as the best employees and Gen Zers are the worst. Oh, yeah. They pulled 1,300 bosses. 74% said Gen Z is harder to work with uh, any other generation. Most surprising stat is why Gen Z workers aren't so great. Top answer is they're they're bad with tech. It's just crazy because it's just everything's been done for them. Mm -hmm. I read an article about uh, Gen Z in the workplace coming out of college and – like 83% of them when they were asked, and this might be true of all college dickheads, because when you come out of college, you think you know stuff and you're just as dumb as you've ever been, maybe dumber, but you're now you're super entitled because you got paper that says you're worth something. 83% of them said, if I'm not promoted in the first year, the company is losing me. And promotions are hard. Like, it's not easy to get a promotion. Like, you know, you did overnight oh, for know. decades. But these people are like, if, I, if I'm not considered for a promotion the first eight months, and not even like, they don't even have jobs yet. They're like, wherever I work, better promote me in eight months or I'm leaving. Like, so they, yeah, they show up like, I'm special. Because mom's been telling them they're special their whole lives. You can't. It's brutal. Ready for this one? Kellogg's collaborated with a company that makes Icy. I-C-E-E? Yep. The red and blue slushies. Mm-hmm. To create the official icy cereal, Ooh. it looks like red and blue balls and with cherry and blue, <laughs> blue raspberry <balls>. flavors. <laughs> he didn't even you know, 
We're They're chilling. claiming that it has secret innovative ingredient that cools your mouth as you eat. Oh, that's called a carcinogen. I'll bet it's healthy for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's going to give you tumors. Enjoy your icy cereal. I do like icy, though. They're great, but I don't want them in... No. I don't know about cereal. Cereal. And I don't want some new polymer that's added to my stuff to make it cool in my mouth. They'll be hitting the uh, shelves here very soon. The box looks like an icy drink with the little red and blue balls. All right, settle down. See, we had to <laughs> and giggle to celebrate at it. it. Yeah, we had to giggle so we could yell it at us later. R.I.P. Bed Bath and Beyond. They're gone. They're beyond. Closing them all, right? Yeah, they uh, declare <coughs> bankruptcy, but they're not restructuring. They're saying we're closing them. There's no point. Yeah, if you didn't pull out of this and this, they and this are the internet. Time. Like you go through there, yeah. and you're like, all the stuff I've ever wanted on the internet's here. Yep. If you have some coupons, they're only good through tomorrow. <laughs> oh, <is> that, wow! <laughs> Thanks they for the warning, Jesus. <laughs> they're not kidding around. Doesn't really matter too much because uh, they're liquidating everything right now in 24 deep, hours. Deep discounts going out of business sale. Just go take it. I don't think there's no, anything like, no. We cannot support sure that. Sure we can. They're basically saying no. that. Go into the Bed Bath & Beyond today and take it. No. None, none of the employees are going to fight back. They're losing their jobs tomorrow. Yeah. In fact, why are they even showing up? Good, I don't have to count this stuff to send it back. <laughs> Screw right. that. There's no more inventory. Yeah, they don't want it anymore. What are they going to do at the end? It, that's just a whole, no. Well, management and staff of Hubbard Radio Rob Phoenix blind. Yeah. does not condone. <laughs> I'm going or today. I'm going to the one over what John Holmberg is saying. Twentieth <laughs> and Camelback, and I'm coming out with duvets and all that free. <laughs> bed Bath Beyond, everything must go sale. The whole bed frame that they set up. The all whole of display. it. I'm rolling that out. <laughs> I want to get some of those weird little slidey dollies for moving and just pop it on the bottom of all sorts of the big stuff. Those that, discs. Yeah, yeah. And just float that thing right out into the town and country parking lot. Sixty-two sham wows. You think anybody's going to, like, no employee's going to stop you. It's not like they can win Employee of the Year. They're done tomorrow, too. They could still win it. And for what? Congratulations. It's just a matter of when the banquet is. It's like being the last blockbuster Employee of the Year. It doesn't matter. Bed Bath & Beyond is free today. That's the Beyond no, part. Yep. <laughs> we cannot endorse that. Free. The store began in 1971 as Bed & Bath. And then they went It was beyond. in New Jersey. Right. Yep. Too much. In 1987, they went Beyond. They always had that section that I know if I was a little kid, I'd have lost my mind. And when you first walk in and you see those blankets with all the NFL and baseball oh, teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the tumblers and yeah, everything and tumblers, else. All I lose there, my yeah. mind even as and an adult. And the candy section right there at the checkout. You got all kinds of candies. I didn't even notice that. I was so busy eyeballing the tumblers and the yeah. Steelers stuff, searching through for Cubs and Steelers gear. There's another business closing. And that's all free today if, you, if they still have a Steelers oh, or a Cubs not blanket. Free. Yeah, it is. I'm going to have to head in there. They've already mismanaged this place bad enough. How dare you charge me now? <laughs> it's free. The other business closing is Butt Drugs. What? Has been the preferred <laughs> pharmacy for people that live in Corydon, Indiana, for 71 years. It's a small town in southern Indiana. Closest big city is Louisville, Kentucky, which is about 20 miles east. Let me tell you this. Over the weekend? They don't have pharmacies there anymore. The drug of choice is no longer available over over the counter. <laughs> they announced they're closing their doors on April 29th, several factors. But the owner said the biggest problem was the changes in insurance reimbursement over the years. But drugs was originally 
founded by a pharmacist named William Butt. Is it B-U-double-T? Yep. And stayed in the family for three generations. Butt drugs. And over time, they embraced their name with some unique merchandise and ads. Pretty funny. Yeah, they have uh, bumper stickers, I love butt drugs. Um, The alcohol section was called (laughs) butt liquors. It's and then they still, and it is, was a pharmacy, so they had yeah. a little soda jerk area for butt shakes. Ew. I've had the butt shakes. It's not that's, good. That sounds horrible. Oh, you get the butt shakes. Are they playing that's, them on KDKB these days? Right. Yeah, the butt shakes, they're <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Here's the latest from the butt shakes. <laughs> Are you going to the butt shakes this weekend? They'll be at Roars and Pours Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Butt drugs. Southern Indiana, though, they're also high on meth from their regular drugs. That butt drugs. There it is. Butt shake on yeah, the butt on shakes. The menu. Uh, butt shakes is a pretty good band name. Butt shakes. Uh, there's a teenage kid that was arrested. He worked for uh, Giant Foods in uh, Lehigh County, Pennsylvania. This clown was putting needles in some of the food products. Oh, no. Tasty cakes, and they busted them on Good. surveillance. Yikes. Like forever in jail, right? Well, it's a teenager, so. Forever so in jail. I don't care. Should be. You stuff needles in people's food that you're not coming back to my society. Got this 24-year-old dude in South Carolina named Alan Riggs. He was arrested over the weekend for trying to ruin the mood. You know, Mike his <laughs> Did his partner just finally he was too old for this? Alan still lives with his ex-wife. Became very angry when he heard her getting it on with her new boyfriend upstairs. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough one to hear. He tried banging on the walls to get them to knock it off, but that didn't work. So he got his gun and cocked it in an attempt to ruin the mood. It worked. Yeah, probably. He went back to the couch to play mobile games. Candy Crush or whatever. The ex and her boyfriend no, told the police. Games. Yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> Golf. His ex, his ex-girlfriend, or whatever, is having sex in the room next to him. And he just pounds on the wall and then goes back to the... Like, you don't, you just don't leave the room. He goes downstairs and... They're trying to make you leave. Yeah. The ex and her boyfriend told the police they heard the racking sound of the firearm and stopped. The ex also said she went downstairs and... Alan's holding the gun, threatened her with it. Yeah. This is called a toxic relationship. And you're not helping by bringing a new dick into the house. Where was that happening? That one is in South Carolina. X is living together. And then the new D rolls. And that dude's got some balls on him, too. Mm Mm-hmm. He didn't know. He He didn't tell him. He introduced her to Mm -hmm. the roommate. He had no idea. Yeah, this is Jack Tripper. All right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. My roommate's gay. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you want to me. Go. <laughs> the uh, leg lengthening surgery has gone up a little bit more and more. It costs $100,000 to do. Yikes. Um, they were, on average, doing about 20 a year. This year, they've done 50. Man. This 26-year-old guy they profiled named Alex. How tall was, was he? Was 5'7", going into it. Now he's 5'10". Crack your... It's better. 
Hundred gram for th- like three extra. I do that. They crack the bone, put steel rods in it, and the bone grows up. They yeah. can get up to three inches. Basically, they separate the bone and and stretch it. Yeah, I've and then your it. bones have to grow back together. And very painful. There's the dude. There's Alex. Totally worth it. <laughs> five at five seven. Totally yeah. worth it. Anything five seven is kind of the uh, maybe I could make that work. Anything less than five seven, I'm breaking my legs and I'm trying for height. Painful or otherwise. Nothing he says f- even guys in their sixties yeah. are expressing because they never experienced being a full grown man. Five six or less. I'm sorry guys who are five six or less. That's brutal. Like that's brutal. Brett looks at me like, What? That's a thing? I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Brett's like six two. I'm six feet, I feel short. I can't imagine being five seven. Oh, the worst. No offense, Brady. You're you bumped it by an inch, but I could make it work. I at play your big. I could. Yeah, that's right. You, <laughs> you 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 imagine yourself a lot taller. <laughs> but like my friend Scott Haynes is like five two. Uh, I would I'd break myself off at, at the pelvis and just add blocks. Let's get to some uh, radio videos. But this first one um, comes from a. Uh, pep rally last month that happened at Desert Hills Middle School in Kennewick, Washington. Students and teachers competed against each other in a bizarre licking contest. They basically put plexiglass up and put icing on either side of the plexiglass so the student would come up to the one side and the teacher to the other and they're basically licking the plexiglass so it's only the tongues are separated by the plexiglass. Kind of disturbing. Why are we the doing this? The school thought this would be a fun little... The, to lick the glass yeah, with your teacher? Is, uh, up against his mask What's happening? Teacher. Oh, there's an ice... There's something on there that yeah, they're eating, right? What am I seeing here? And so, th- can the students beat the teachers in the lick off? <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be learning math or something. <laughs> that teacher's a that's, pro that's there. That's a of licks. She is. Oh, got a, that's a cat bath. That one's got a girlfriend. So the kids run up to the glass and lick. This is yeah. like the least. Did, did, did none of these people hear about COVID? And they're licking the same spot sometimes. Oh, crying out loud. Oh, oh, oh against the janitor. Oh, God. I don't like looking at this. This is terrible. The janitor and some kidders. Look me in the eyes. <laughs> this is worse than what the Dalai Lama did. <laughs> What's the? It looks like, I hate to break it to you, it looks like that's a money shot up against the glass too what are they licking yeah, it does maybe put some blue ice cream yeah ice they add some some food coloring i just found out it's white out <laughs> they all died <laughs> yeah what in the world is that for Ugh. the next radio video is uh the sh- sheep dog taking care of the sheep it's pretty cool all right Watch this dash over the sheep. Oh, he dives into this flock of sheep and just starts walking on the oh, mad surface. That's there awesome. He's he he just crushing these sheep, bouncing these parkouring sheep. That's pretty neat. That's a happy dog. Look at that face at the end. By the way, Scott Haynes is our funniest listener. He goes, how many times did uh, Miss Sullivan have to have Anne start pounding out words going, Wah, wah, watermelon. Oh, she wants some water. She wants some water, this little racist bitch. Helen Keller was a racist, Brady. You brought that to my attention. A horrible confed racist. A couple of uh, Siamese twins joined at the top of their mouth. That would be four, right? A couple. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't like looking at these. 
two. Jesus. Jesus. My videos are bad. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, they just, they share a top rack of teeth. They're conjoined the teeth. I don't know. The music just does not help it. Why do they comb their hair? Why even fashion? Why style? One's in a ponytail. They're influencers. (laughs) God. Thanks for the depressing music, too. Next one's a mosh pit. This guy... Gets put into his place, but they're oh geez, oh kicking, punching. This isn't a mosh pit. This is a classroom yeah. of an individual <laughs> dancer beating up all the other kids. Yeah, it's like in a ballet studio. Yeah, where it's- are they? Yeah, yeah. This looks like they do bar classes after this. Bam! He just kicks that dude and then just throws heat. This there dude's he going nuts. By the way, a mosh pit requires more than one guy just beating up the onlookers. If no one else knows they're in a mosh pit, you can't hit them. Yeah, and that is, I've seen dance recitals in places When like did that. they start kicking in mosh pits like that? <laughs> that like day. To the, to right the then chest. and there. That day. Like, I, I get you're stomping around, but like. By the way, dude is 6'4", yeah. 245. Yeah. Nobody else in that room is his size. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he just. As one guy clobbers him down, though. First, he yeah, just starts dancing right a little bit. Boom. Tackle, form tackle. But the first guy's dancing, he gets kicked in the chest and they just punched in the face. And he's uh, the only one in the mosh pit. Maybe native? That's what I was thinking. Angry. <laughs> Definitely angry. angry. Maybe native. Angry. The music brought it out. Last one's a lady uh, trying to feed an elephant. Got her hand up by the trunk. Here comes. He's got big got tusks, some, uh, too. Plantains. This way, this is what we were Elephants? Given. We were baby? given a bunch of bananas. Oh, yeah. That's they what bananas? they eat. They love them. They do? <laughs> oh, it just ended her life. Oh. I didn't see. I thought something was going to happen with the bananas. No. It tusked her. Well, she kept teasing him. What's she doing? Kicking him in the trunk. She's supposed to get right up under there and just feed him. What's up, buddy? How cool is he? How cool is he? <laughs> this cool. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Give me them nanners. I root for the elephant every time. Oh, I've yeah. never once watched people interact with elephants and not root for the elephant. I assume he's been whipped by some four foot nine inch weirdo training him from birth, smacking him in the face. I just want him to snap. Nothing better than circus videos when the elephants go, that's enough. And they talk to the other elephants. They're all in on it. It's never just one. The other ones are like, yeah, we're making a break for it. Trampling We're people in some Miami hut, the tent in a parking lot. We're done here. Who's with me? <laughs> Stomp that little bitch out first. That little Thailand. Pissing me off all week. Son of a bitch. Don't worry about the stands. Get the clowns. Yeah. <laughs> crush the clowns. Crush the little one with the <laughs> stick who thinks he's a badass. Little guy from Phuket mashing me in the face since I was a baby. That's over. That's all I got. All right. Brett, what do you got? All right. Brett's guy's off vacation now, so this might be. Back on. Uh, we'll start off mellow. Can't be worse. Well, so this one, this one, even if you don't know much about cars, you should probably know when the jumper cables look like this, just oh, be no. careful. Oh, no. Hold on. Oh, oh, they are afraid oh, a lot. Oh, no. And they I are smoking. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> what been, is going on? Oh, that voice says it all. Oh, local man. Girls, jump You're starting. Fine. Just oh. keep going. Oh my God! Her whole car blew up. <laughs> yep. Irish people are jealous of that blow up. <laughs> wow. They're like melted. 
I've never seen jumper cables and in that kind either, of condition. Yeah. So she's dead, right? I There's would, no way yeah. she's alive. I would hope so with that voice. Yeah, I'm rooting <laughs> well, for it. Yeah, myself, but <laughs> rooting for her death, but I do, I do understand your position. Now this one, I don't know what this guy's doing. If he's working, working on a pole, or if he's just some tweaker trying to steal copper, or what? Pole is down and halfway out into the road, and he's. This is going to lift him off the earth. He's got the pole between his legs, sort of. Looks like this big metal pole's been He's taken jump down. Oh, now this guy's trying to help pick it up. Oh, a car what? hit it and just catapulted. Here's the, here's here's the, the other the, video. The tall camera angle. Where are they? I don't even see they're them. They're in the middle. Right oh, they're in the middle. Oh, oh, my God. And gets run over. Oh, and then he gets run over a car. All right. That's, that's, oh. And that's not an authentic Volkswagen logo back oh, there. Oh, yeah, that's a real one. <laughs> that's, no, that's not. That's third world that's Volkswagen. Certified, Come on in, my friend. Certified parts. <laughs> the dude, I thought the dude that was going to die, the, 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 some other guy comes over and just moves the pole yeah. out into the road. Yeah, this is bystanders trying to help here. And he moves the pole into the road, and that's the end of it. Oh! How oh, that other guy that was working. He doesn't budge. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. You want to buy Jita? Volkswagen Jita. <laughs> Jita, Jita. It's got guts parts. Volkswagen guts parts. Real guts. Real guts. Come on. And uh, here How we about go. Tabit? Back Tabit? to the bull ride. <laughs> Bullfighting. Oh, Gore. Oh, oh no, it's a slow no, motion. No, 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 no. Yeah, Gore is through. Oh, my God. Oh. Now look at him. Oh. No. Oh. The, the horn goes right through the dude's eye socket. And, and then, then rips the skull. Rips out the skull. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and then the picture after. And then we'll end it. We'll end it with the bulls here too. Oh, more bulls. We got fifty grand that night for the best fight. This is at Food City on Thirty Fifth Avenue. This <laughs> oh, that guy didn't make it. <laughs> I didn't see it happen. Right. But there was a bull dancing. And now there's just a dead guy laying there. I like his buddy calling it in. <laughs> He's got his well, these guys are taking selfies over here with it. Unbelievable. Hold on a second. <laughs> the bull didn't touch anyone. Evidently. Oh. No, I think this is a cartel hit and they're blaming the bull. Yep. <laughs> oh, that, his whole head came off. Like, I don't think a bull could do that kind of damage. That's definitely like 50 cal. Wow. So we got to see the beginning. Look, there's his brains. Like, there's nothing in there. Yeah. His brains came out. There's it, brains there. Was it by the gate? Like the they don't show the initial hit. The gate? I didn't see. I don't think. They, you want to go back? Like, yeah, go head, back to the beginning and see. Head butted into the gate. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's no good. So he got stomped, right? Looks like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Oof. Yeah, ooh. Oh, and right. All his, all his brains yeah. came out. So, well, that's that. Mess with the bull. <laughs> Get the Exactly. Or tickets to a WNBA game. <laughs> there you go. Welcome back. What is it, Heller? <laughs> She's thirsty again. That girl drinks a lot of water. Slaves! <laughs> oh, she's learned a word. <laughs> we have to keep her down. Uncle Robert she needs E. A Lee. He's <laughs> Uncle Robert E. Lee and the Confederate parents. <laughs> History just changed completely. <laughs>
It's hilarious. <laughs> what a moon. Shut up, Helen. Something about crickets. <laughs> What's she saying? She's thirsty. Get her some water. Everything she says is wah-wah. She loves babies. <laughs> water. Get her water. Immediately. She's going to finish that. <laughs> Helen Keller. Fun. I had no idea she was a confed. <laughs> She's got that stars and bars behind her. Having blind, deaf, and dumb antebellum parties. <laughs> Changes everything. They got to add that back into the movie, The Miracle Worker. She taught her to speak. As far as we know, who's going to know what she was saying? After a while, she could talk, but she loves camping and racing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Helen wants water. She's saying "wawa." It just sounds different. God damn it! Stop talking to her. Teach her to do less. That's brutal. <laughs> Nobody really knows Helen Keller's politics till today. <laughs> they decided not to write it down. <laughs> Says the South will rise again. All right, everybody, let's put a bullet in Helen. She's not a miracle anymore. She's just an asshole. Did you say a bullet? We got to kill Helen. She just All she does is slur. Put your hand out. Put your hand out. Watch. Helen, mama's hands out. Oh, my God, she's like a gangster rapper. She was the mastermind behind the Lincoln assassination. Just <laughs> something about the well. I remember watching that movie thinking, who was patient enough to try that? I just let that kid go off in the forest. They hired people. Come teach her to talk. How? You got to invent stuff. She's not that important. In the 1800s, who keeps that around? It's blind. It's deaf. It's running all over the house like a madman. It's racist. Now we know that. <laughs> Can't even think of that part. I want to watch the new Helen Keller movie, though. That's for <laughs> sure. I hope Quentin Tarantino does it. Helen Keller and Django get together. <laughs> oh, be amazing. That battle at the end would be incredible. Uh, there you go, everybody. That is your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. No way. Anger <laughs> looks like a big sack of potatoes. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Uh, it's time now for what would Brady do? That's right. He's going to fix all your <clears throat> issues. Oh, these goddamn allergies! But not your allergies, though. That's <clears throat> the only. He's not a doctor, although he goes to luau's with doctors in charge. <laughs> <clears throat> Chest is just chock full of babies drowning goo. Yeah. I'll get you some sure. of that Russian bee pollen. I've been eating all sorts of bee pollen. I just I had the I screwed up. I got off schedule, and there it is. I'm back on it, but yeah, this is I'm I'm susceptible this spring. It's killing me. I have to go self medicate again. 
Uh, it's uh, brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. If you want to head over there, MMP Guns, uh, right inside, and they will help you out with any need you have in the I want some firearms or firearms stuff department. They've got it all straightened out for you. Anything. I mean, anything you can imagine. They oh, they'll teach it. you how to build one. They That's got true. They got AR building classes going on in June, July, and August already scheduled, and they're filling up pretty quick. So Ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys want to – oh, they got all summer, every yeah. month. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's uh, June sweet. 17th, uh, July 15th, and August uh, 12th. That's perfect. So head on over there, uh, momoneypawn.com, 12th Street and Indian School, MMP Guns. Lives right inside there and say hi to our friends again. It's Byron's birthday month. So just go in and say, hey, Byron, happy birthday discount, please. And then he has to do it, <laughs> just for you know. Uh, ready, Brady? Ready. <clears throat> Let's start here. A couple of strange ones right off. Uh, dear Brady, my hair guy is really gay, and I'm a handsome man with incredible hair. Anyway, Friday, Gabriel told me that if I would go on a few Gabriel. events, <laughs> if I would go to a few events with him as his date, he would style and cut my hair for free for the entire year. I'm not a homosexual, but every time I go get my hair styled, it's a couple hundred bucks, sometimes more. Got to get it right. Not to brag, but I do uh, modeling for hair shows and things. I would like five or six uh, hair, sh- or I'd have to go to five or six hair shows as his date and then a couple of dinners with clients would you be a gay guy's handsome beard for free things uh kyle <laughs> brady likes free things would now i think it first i just you know visualizing having glorious hair again yeah i, mean, I don't know that ever happened um sure now would you go if you had to be his gay date like you couldn't tell people yeah, like are, are like you, you have the escort to, that you get, you're, you're holding hands. You got to pretend to be his date. Right? There's no kissing. I'm out no, on that. Really? Yeah. Depends on what's free, though. Because looks like a car. Why? I, then it opens up. What kind of car? Yeah, what kind of car? Like yeah. if it's a car lease, you just hold hands with a guy. Five or six. Of, well, <laughs> I don't know about that a chocolate one. But if you were to like get <laughs> your current vehicle or a Range Rover, a Lincoln Navigator. Yeah. Right. And he's like, look. I find you attractive. You're good arm candy. I'd like to take you to a few of these Lincoln events. Uh, you play pretend you're my boyfriend. I'll cover the I'll cover the cost of the car. I'm out on that. Would you? Yeah, because but I, you know, as far as going there to the events with them, but like I'd have the uh, yeah, I'd have my policies definitely like no kissing. All right, um, no ha- holding hands. You can't hold hands. Yeah. What kind of car are we talking now? Yeah, I mean, all right. What I mean, kind of car would it take for you to get in this situation? Are you holding hands for a Bentley? Yeah, he's Probably. going to give you. Oh, yeah. I'm blowing him for a Bentley. <laughs> holding hands. It'd be, I'm hold my hands on his wang. It'd be a Bentley that they only made a hundred of them. <laughs> You're not that. Don't give yourself oh, yeah. that kind of big Here we go trip. again. <laughs> Overshooting the mountain here, kid. A Bentley they made a hundred of is when you hold hands with a man. Get over yourself. I'm so worth it. You are not anywhere near. Whatever gays are listening, I've spent 25 years with this guy. For him to hold your hand, you should maybe get an 87 Corolla. Call Bentley. Get that thing built. You're one of 100. You got 100. yourself an escort. You're one of 100 hand-holding That's what you're going to get as an escort. Uh, you know what I just heard all through a 7th Street? Oh, Brady, go f*** yourself. <laughs> Self-important knob. 100 Bentley. Yeah, Bentley. You should do it for the Navigator. So long as the agreement is, look, we're not a ton of affection. Maybe, we, you know, 
It doesn't have, I don't think, you're not doing a whole lot of hand-holding anyway with Ronnie, right? It's not like you go out holding hands with your, No, you walk ahead no, of your family. I, I want to, but she, she, that's her policy, no hand-holding. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> good. Saying, she gets a free car for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up at events as your beloved and gets free cars and houses. What kind of car would it be for you? 68 Mustang. Eleanor. Uh, what are we doing now? All you got to just, the guy who owns it's like, look, I'll give you this. Where are you going, Brett? Brett's going down under the chair. I don't know. You got me going with you that. Got, yeah, I know. You started going down <laughs> immediately. Like, hey. um, so, yeah, he's going to give you this, uh, this like, awesome 68 Mustang. Five events. Yeah, you got to go five events and a couple client dinners, and you just got to be his twink boyfriend for those nights. But you don't have to follow through unless you really want to. Right. You just have to be there, and people have to know that's your guy. He's your, you're his yeah, guy. If we're talking like a Shelby or something, yeah, yeah let's go grab Shelby. an ass cheek or something. How about, yeah, how yeah, about the one right. that Farrah Fawcett drove around in Charlie's Angels? Uh, no, it's a Mustang too. I'm out. Okay, I'm just <laughs> no, checking. There's a two. I was going to see if that was a two. I knew there was the yeah. Shelby two. Yeah, no, no, the, no, I'm out on that one. Those weren't bad. Uh, Mustang two's kind of stunk, but the Shelby was neat. Still, the Eleanor and gone in sixty seconds. That's a little. Let's see now. That's when you're shooting somewhere in between the Mustang two that Farrah Fawcett drove and Eleanor. And Brady, honestly, you should maybe consider, like, a free ride in a Range Rover. <laughs> 100 only Bentleys. <laughs> if you're not knocking teeth You'll out. You'll get the best escort yeah. ever. You should go to a dentist and have all of them pulled and just gum that dude to death. And just give him one of you, you and your I won't hold hands unless it's for a limited edition Bentley. All you'd hear is, all right. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Meanwhile, celebrate me, homes on in the background. You'd be whoring out like crazy. I've seen you around free food. You've done embarrassing things for free stuff. <laughs> but I'll tell you what you are, guy whose hairdresser is asking you out. You're homosexual. <laughs> That's happening. Yeah, he's got he's a going hesitation with yeah. there. He's not, he's not coming at you with like, he's, this is his move. Is gaydar? Yeah, it's going off, and you're going eh, maybe, and you're thinking free hair. But eventually, you're going to get into this stuff, and all these guys are going to for free haircut. No, but yeah. uh, we're talking like a Shelby or something. Yeah, like a dude like me, and you're like, hey, just cover my payments for the year for just my Jeep. I'm not going Brady's route. I'm not that important. But if you cover my <laughs> monthly, I don't even have monthly payments. Just you give me the amount of the, give me the current value of it. Yeah, there you go. You give me fifty grand for my car, right? And just here's fifty grand. Will you be my? I'm a whore. Of course I will. Like, for that kind of stuff? For my personal gains and that? And He's something... talking about, you know, I don't know if his you're doing value crazy. there is how often he gets his hair cut every two months, a couple hundred it's bucks. It's expensive, though. When you start, if you get a freebie know, like you're that, talking, yeah. you, you enjoy the guy's company, it's but like going to 50 dinner. Grand, you're talking about That's a lot. $1,200 for him to go to the Right, but I'm if saying. he's doing for the year, you know, he's look, doing 200 bucks every there's hand-holding. Nobody's going to question that we're not Maybe together. Bucks. I'll squeeze some ass. That's I'm, a pretty nice I'm sure Gabriel is not working at Sport Clips or anything <laughs> no, like no, that. He's charging I mean, he's 275 Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So he's I'm got talking his own like $2,400, $3,000 a year yeah. for five events. and It's pretty good. You and your one of one <laughs> won't hold hands with bit, them. I'm a little bit steeper. You are not steeper. <laughs> it, it, you'd have you'd, it would be it would be pouring out your nose. You'd have so much in there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
you and your one of 100 Bentley. Are you kidding me? We'd be tag teaming that guy just so I could ride in your new car. James just wrote in. Who's Brady kidding? Yeah, He'd exactly. hold her hand for a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get over to five guys. And I'm like, we only got two patties left. I'll blow the first man that lets me cut in line. <laughs> Please. Uh, dear Brady, do you have any advice for a man who's 44 years old, twice divorced, and just left a relationship of one year? Uh, and I think I've completely lost interest in women. I'm no good at it. Completely. I see them as incompatible beings with my needs. And I'm not alone. My friends tell me that I'm not wrong. Is it too early to go to hookers at age 44 from now on? Or do I give this another shot? I am on the fence. You are making the decision. Oh, Kendall. Man named Kendall. Bumble it. Still got to deal with their personalities. Well, he's not looking at having, I mean, as far as I know, I haven't seen too many relationships come out of that, no, out of the ton. Bumble. Oh, there's a ton. But they it is a hookup. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bumble is a meeting but, place. And you might run into a nutball. Hookers are transactional. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, probably going to run into one. Yeah. Again, you know, the. Just Bumble the fact, is prostitution fact, without admitting it. It's legal. Hmm. Big deal. You, well, but if you're, you know, if this guy's like, got you're a not decent business or whatever, I just don't like that factor going it, over Nothing there. bad's going to happen if you get caught with a hooker. Nothing. You're not, unless you're super famous. And even then, nobody cares. The hooker takes the hit. You, you might Kraft, get solicitation. A little humiliation. But, but again, who are we talking about? Yeah. This guy's not Robert Kraft. No, but look right. what, you know. Right. But That's he, forgotten already. Doesn't of course, Robert Kraft right. still owns the Patriots. Right. And exactly. He's a billionaire yeah. who was like, why is he going to hand job parlors? That's why Robert Kraft happened. Uh, Joe Schmo? Nobody cares. No one cares. And if you get, you know, the you know, the high end the good ones, evidently. My friend did this. And I got another friend who just quit on women in his forties. And every well, he was doing it when we were working with him. Every payday, every other payday would be Hooker Friday. And he'd get everything he needed because he'd blown it in two marriages badly. His fault. And he's like, I'm just terrible at it. I'm not good at relationships. I let him know right up front. I talked to somebody we work with here who had a date with a girl. He's like, look, first things first, I'm bad at this. Uh, it's best we keep this kind of shallow. That I'm, just sets the hooks in even That's what I told him. Girls. I'm like, you can't. With a prostitute, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about And you're right because a few hours later she texts. And starts telling him a story about, like, I didn't realize that I'd put this much pressure. I was like, no, 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 this is what I'm talking about. I don't need your opinions. This is not what I'm interested in. Like, if I could get a woman without opinions and things to say. This is why men and women. Or is he done all together? He, he, he... he just doesn't want to deal with any of the relationship parts. And that's a big admission when a guy's like, I don't think I'm good at this. You well, see those he... guys get married four, five, six times. Oh, yeah. You're like, stop it. You're bad at it. Be patient for another year, and you can get your chat GPT loved all. <laughs> right, because they're coming. Oh, are they ever. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. But, yeah, hookers, I... At least you're guaranteed. Yeah, and you I got a couple... You don't have to waste time look, with dinner and drinks And you don't have to worry else. about them, yeah. their personalities, if yeah. you hurt their feelings. And if, if you want to do that, you can do that. Transactional. Yeah, and if you want to hurt their feelings, you can pay an extra 50 bucks and just make a mincemeat out of them verbally. <laughs> yeah, if you're done with it, take a break. You're doing nobody favors trying to do this. No guy that has a regular rotation. Of prostitutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a couple. And friends. it's like, and a lot of times it's like you want to go out to dinner and, you know, they, basically he dates four or five times yeah. a month. Perfect. That's expensive. 
He gets four or five girls, hookers. That's usually four or five hundred bucks a pop. He's got it. That, well, yeah, but that's pretty impressive. And he doesn't want to share it. That's another thing. He's, you get to that age where you're like, I'm established. If I screw this up, she's going to want some of it. She's done nothing to earn that. If you're 50 plus, you got your life in order, and you just gave half to another girl, you're like, all right, I got to keep this for myself. Why are you signing up for another one to take another half? Like, that's you're going to quarter your, your earnings. Was fascinating with um, Jim Norton, the comedian. No matter what town he goes to, He's got the network. Oh, he's got chicks in all of them. Yeah. And they know. It's not yeah. like he keeps that quiet. Yeah, there's a, uh, a comedian named, uh, comedian, Lynn Coppets, Coplets. She's a pretty woman. She's in her early 50s. But she, she says, she goes, I'm going to say what men are thinking, and we are too, because I'm thinking it. I want a 23-year-old man, because he hasn't formed opinions, and I don't need to hear any of his bull ideas. She goes, I don't have any, and that makes me happy. We're here for one thing together, and that's it. My bitter old ass doesn't need to hear what you've got to think about, and you're not changing my world. I'm like, yeah. So when people get quitty, that's what they do. They go to somebody who's not going to talk too much. Here's the other thing. I know this is not, you know, that that, that could be a quick fix for him, but, you know, you've, you're 0 for 2 on your marriages. I'm yep. not good with relationships. Why not take a look at um, why you aren't good with relationships? Right. Because It's the first step. Of knowing because you're not good. You, you jumped back in to see if maybe I've learned, but there's things that haven't been solved in that area. Why not address that? Because you're going to, you'll repeat the same thing maybe. Again, you know, if you're 44 plus and you're like, now I got to figure take, out. Yeah. I'm just saying, man. I mean, it's, and take then a look he, at yourself. Here's the thing. Yeah. Take a look at yourself for sure. But let's say he gets back in and he changes some stuff and it still doesn't work out. Now he's 49. Like, I should have just gone to hookers. There is a certain aspect of that. Just take a break. Like Brady's saying, though, I like that. Take a break. Don't drag some new relationship into your life and try to fix everything. You're not going to. The hookers aren't a bad. I'm saying it's not as taboo as people make it. Get some hookers. Now, I'll never do it. Disgusting. But you should. But, you you know, in the initial thing when I was saying Bumble, yeah. and you're saying, oh, no, there's relationships that come out of it. Yeah. What you're going to realize is I just think, you interact with so many people, Hope you're, you're going to go into another relationship. Maybe. They'll end up, but not with the hookers. The, no, you not, stay away from yeah. stay away from regular relationships by having a like Brady's friend has a stable of prostitutes, hangs onto those for a little while, and then when you tire of that, go okay, I need something like realistic now. Maybe you come back to it. Maybe you don't. My one friend has been doing it for thirty years. He's like, this is the only way I can do it. He doesn't tolerate people. He's not good at communication. He doesn't want to change. He's happy with who he is. It's not compatible with other people long term. He's a fun date. He's a couple of weeks, and he just doesn't want to be around you anymore. The and guy it, that I know is like, no need to bring someone else into my right. family. He's, he's a <laughs> grandfather. So he's got the grandkids. Established. He's already had it yep. uh, two or three times married. Yep, he's done. Like, I'm good with it. They don't need to worry about, uh, here's your new stepmom. Right. You don't need the drama. He's basically avoiding all the drama. It's brilliant. It's genius. There's a reason why prostitutes have existed from the beginning. It's true. It serves a need, especially to the established older gentleman who's like, I don't want my kids liking or disliking the new one. Make trouble in my life. I'll just bang prostitutes. 
And thank you. Let's hear it for the prostitutes out there. They're sticking it out. Good job, ladies. Good work. As you get older, you become less tolerant. Women and men. You don't want to introduce some new idiot and have him come in with his ideas. and like, I don't like the way this works. You're kind of established and set in your ways. Nothing sadder to me than watching two 70-year-olds on the news going, After my husband died, we met. I'm like, yuck. Every direction you're going right now is disgusting. <laughs> come on. Be happy for them. <laughs> no. Because they're making sloppy sounds. <laughs> their cream uh, cream corn in their pants is constant. Their, their house stinks. All they want, all the guy wants is someone in the house to do laundry. Like He didn't know how to do it. That lady that died was doing it all the time. And all she wants is somebody to stand in front of her in case somebody starts stabbing. That's it. Somebody doesn't smell like mothballs either. See those things where like 91-year-old man marries an 89-year-old lady. It's like, please. Disgusting. Living in a cedar chest. <laughs> Just disgusting. <laughs> Unless there's like a payoff financially for someone, that is gross. Grandma's got a boyfriend. So then he just shot one and came out my nostrils. Okay, I don't oh, need to Jesus, hear about your enough. sex romps. Disgusting. I forget the name of that show. Uh, but I just uh, Ronnie started watching it. It's the people that love certain things, and this it's just young kid. He's twenty. Oh yeah, the objectophiles. Well, he's going after. He loves senior women. No, oh, gross. That's and he's ugh. making out know. with these seventy, seventy-five year old ladies. Then <laughs> you just, got the guy yeah, that's yeah. the biggins. And yep. It's just dermis and fluids. That's all she is. Disgusting. And you're going to find out about those fluids because they're coming out. I don't, I don't. When I laugh, I pee. Okay, but you can't have a boyfriend. Yuck, Brady, to your story. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. Go to hookers. That's the route. Uh, that's it. There you go. That's what Brady did, and he made us all sick doing it. Yuck. Stop it, you weirdos. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. I never would have thought of that. And they're brilliant at it. And also, you're going to get in great shape while you're out there. Talk to a ton of people who are going through the classes and the seminars and everything else. And it just changes how you work out and why you work out. And it's a blast. So get involved. ReactDefense.com. they got a women's self-defense seminar coming up in July. Uh, active shooter seminar, which is just mind-boggling in August. And they'll get you through all that stuff. Setting up real scenarios and real-life stuff uh, so you can just walk around feeling a little bit safer about yourself. Be prepared, not paranoid. That's what they do. ReactDefense.com. Brady, entertain me. Joaquin Phoenix says uh, you don't need to take mushrooms to enjoy Boa's Afraid. Oh. That's his new movie out. He says uh, you shouldn't do it because you'll experience enough in this movie. It's like a drug. Run. Yeah. He's like giving you a trip with the movie. Without you don't need enhancements for this one. But if you do do it, um, prepare. Prepare for a outrageous adventure. He's a lunatic. <laughs> There's truth to that. <laughs> this is going to rock the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It may have its first official F-bomb. And it's no, not from Deadpool 3. Looks like the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has it. Didn't Deadpool say the F-bomb? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then yeah. this isn't their first one. Well, the fact that it's well, no, I, um, because is Deadpool 
Deadpool had like the Ryan Reynolds. He'd had they had like anal sex jokes and like F bomb would have been their least egregious thing. I know, so maybe there wasn't an F bomb in it then. There was an F bomb in Deadpool. There's no way there wasn't. May have its first official fully dropped F bomb. Hmm. There was about eighty five F words in it. Eighty five Brent just looked up. Eighty five F words in Deadpool. Oh, and they're basically saying no, it's not Deadpool. That's bring it. So it's not. So it's first. not their first one. You're you're the one telling us. Said, I know. First official f bomb, <laughs> and not from Deadpool. I guess that's the shocking thing. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy three. I saw the scene, and it's from Peter. That's uh, who's Peter? Chris uh, oh, Pratt's character. Skywalker, Starfighter. Yeah, Star Lander. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. Do you see the picture of him? On the holding the rifle, yeah, yeah, backwards. Everyone saw it, and he's holding it wrong. He's got it aimed at his own gut. It's very safe. Trust me. Watch this. Um, Guy Ritchie for his uh, movie The Covenant, because of the stuff that went on in Rust, they used airsoft guns on the set. That's better. They look real. You ready for this uh, new show to on? Uh, it'll be on CNN. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like Gail this. King, Charles Barkley. I saw that. King Charles. I'm going to like it. I think I'm going to like that right away. We had a celebrity death. I also predict that it will be off the air in eight months because Charles will say something. And it won't be like terrible opinion. He'll just say the F word too much or something stupid, and they're just going to be like, we can't have this. It's going to go against sponsors more than they think. It's cute. It's like when they put Rush Limbaugh on the NFL countdown. This seems like a good idea. He's a, and then he does exactly what you expect. And they're like, well, we can't have you doing that. Yeah. That's Charles Barkley. And that's how they're promoting it. Right. Not, you know, Charles no speaks filters. his mind. No filters. This, you give Charles Barkley an open forum to say what he wants. Eventually, he's going to, like the Phil Jackson thing. Yeah. Phil Jackson Doesn't said some work. stuff. And everybody's like, you have an opinion that we don't agree with? Lose your mind. Charles still has boundaries uh, for society. Not his own. But he doesn't go too crazy on, uh, you know, like the fat jokes about women in San Antonio. All right, it's going to piss me. He's going to go on but a political But it fits spin. better in that, on the end, uh, the TNT show. Because he doesn't go too far. When he pisses off fat ladies in San Antonio, it's really not attacking, you know, it's, it's, it's nuanced, veiled attack. And he's with three other dudes. When he says something politically charged... And has a strong opinion about it that might go off the rails. CNN is going to be the ones that they're going to, they won't back him. They'll be cowards. Celebrity death, Australian actor, Barry Humphreys. I know Barry Humphreys. Why do I know Barry Humphreys? He was 89. Barry Humphreys. What? Oh, that's uh, Dame Edna Ed Beveridge. Dame, Dame Edna's Edna. dead. Oh, yeah. no. They died in a little colonial home, Brady. It's a sad day. My possums. Oh, hello, possums. Hello. Welcome, Americans. <laughs> Watching from your little tutors. Oh, that if you if you want just some fun and you've never heard of it, Dame Edna Everidge, which could not survive today, was a giant Australian man in drag. Being every, it was Mrs. Doubtfire way before Mrs. Doubtfire, oh. and hilarious. Very Painfully uncomfortable and hilarious. Man, oh, that's Barry Humphreys is dead. 89. 89. He was funny. David Bowie was pretty tight with Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page for a while in the 70s. One thing they bonded over was their shared interest in the occult guru, 
Aleister Crowley. But when Bowie and Page had a falling out, Bowie became paranoid that Page had a better command of the dark arts, might actually use them against him. According to the book that this William S. Burroughs in the cult of rock and roll, Bowie started storing his own urine in his refrigerator because he was convinced that Page and his coven or whatever <laughs> wanted to use it to conceive the Antichrist. Okay. That's um, enough of That this. probably happened because of the tons of cocaine yeah, Bowie was doing at the time, Mushrooms, LSD, yeah. cocaine, heroin. <laughs> That'll make you say the word coven and mean it. If you're on drugs and you're ta- if you're talking about a coven at all and you're seriously worried about it, you're on something. No sober mind worries about the local coven. It's amazing how much, at least seen, what I've seen, Jimmy Page downplays that whole thing. I don't, you know, it's even it, look, it's, well, he had he bought Alistair Crowley's house right, and all that right. kind of stuff. So I mean, Alistair Crowley wasn't special. He was just a weirdo. All right, we gotta go. Time. That's it. We're done. Our boy's out again. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, it's 9.53. I know. I, I know. Here we I go. Just I just want you to defend yourself. I'm getting a tax. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning. Like this. So long! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.